The Xbox Activision deal, in my opinion, is not looking good. Continued to get stopped, blocked, or objected by different people. Now we have companies weighing in, and the EU regulator is set to list out its objections. I've actually sort of changed my position on this. For a while, I said, I think this deal goes through no matter what. It's kind of too big to not go through. And then I sort of backed off. I said, man, man, this might be a 50-50 shot, man. I don't know. There's a lot of people weighing in. There's a lot of pushback. Now, more and more, I I think this deal's not happening. I'm not against the deal for personal reasons. I'm more against the deal from consolidation reasons. I don't think it would be good for the market. I'm not like anti-Microsoft. I'm actually looking forward to a lot of their titles this year. But I don't think this deal would be good. I am against it going through from a consolidation standpoint. But now the more that I look at it, the more companies are weighing in. I do not think this deal is going to be successful. I'm going to give you a quick rundown right here at the beginning of the video as to what has happened, what has transpired, why my position on this has changed. I'll also outline a couple of possibilities. What exactly could be the result? What exactly could be what's going on with this deal? So at this point, there is now more pushback from NVIDIA and Google. And Bloomberg reported on this, stating Google and NVIDIA Corp. have expressed concerns to the Federal Trade Commission about Microsoft Corp.'s acquisition of Activision Blizzard Incorporated, adding fuel to the government's case against the $69 billion deal. Now, one of the things we were sort of waiting to happen was when are companies going to start to bring up and mention cloud? When are we going to see mention of mobile? At this point, it's only really been a focus on Call of Duty. Hey, you know, Call of Duty's so big for Sony. Sony's crying. Sony's being hypocritical. And we kept saying, listen, other companies are going to weigh in. And a lot of people that were in, you know, support of this deal were saying, nobody else is saying anything. It's just Sony. Nobody else has any problems with this deal. Well, here you go. Now you got Nvidia, Google, Nvidia and Google weighing in and saying, "Yeah, we don't we don't think this deal is a great idea. We are worried." Now, why exactly uh, are they joining? The companies join the Sony Group Corp in raising issues with the transaction with the FTC suing the block in December. The commission has argued that the deal would hinder competition in the video game industry and has scheduled an in-house trial for August. So that's the FTC. So the FTC is planning an in-house trial for August. Now, recently people weren't sure about Starfield release date and Diablo and June. What if they own Diablo by then? They would then, you know, put Diablo on Game Pass. That could, you know, that could pose a significant threat or, you know, you'd have two games sort of vying for, you know, attention on Game Pass. This deal, this deal is not going through before June, okay? You don't have to worry about suddenly Diablo 4 being owned by Microsoft. I cannot see that happening with the FTC. FTC setting their trial for August. Now, Google and NVIDIA jump in, and they're worried about cloud, subscription, and mobile. These are three massive, massive funnels of revenue across the globe, so I don't think this will be the last time we hear anybody bring up objections or concerns about what might happen. According to Bloomberg, Google and NVIDIA provided information that backs a key FTC contention that Microsoft could gain an unfair advantage in the market for cloud, subscription, and mobile gaming, according to the people who asked not to be identified because the process is confidential. So people are speaking 
privately and saying, listen, Google and NVIDIA are saying, listen, man, this could be really, really bad for cloud and subscription and mobile. And these markets are doing very well and will continue to do well. I'm surprised Amazon hasn't jumped in and said anything yet as well. Now, they're not directly in opposition. In its remarks to the FTC, NVIDIA stressed the need for equal and open access to game titles, but didn't directly oppose the acquisition, according to one of the people that spoke. So NVIDIA is basically just saying, listen, everybody needs equal access to these games. You can't let them restrict any of the games. You have to keep in mind that Microsoft is mainly focused on Call of Duty. That's been the primary focus of their public dialogue, uh, even some of their private uh, you know, assurances that they've made. And the FTC, originally, when they got involved, they said, listen, you guys made assurances before, and many people misconstrued this and misrepresented this in their headlines. Many people did not frame this properly. The FTC did not assert that Microsoft made promises to the EU. They said, you made assurances you had no financial incentive to restrict Bethesda properties, and then you did. As soon as they owned Bethesda, they restricted Redfall and Starfield. Now, I don't know if that's why Redfall and Starfield are sort of staying out of the limelight right now. Why don't we know a Starfield release date? What's going on with that? Are they sort of trying to keep that out of the public narrative? Because that is a reminder that they said, hey, look, we don't have a financial incentive to restrict this stuff, and then they did. Now, I believe Microsoft when they say that they don't want to restrict Call of Duty because it's such a cash cow. But it stands to reason, and I think it's well worth investigating to say, wait, 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 you're using the exact line of reasoning that you used before, okay? So they gave a generic response to this current situation. They said, we are prepared to address and have been proactively addressing issues raised by regulators or competitors to ensure that the deal closes with confidence. We want people to have more access to games, not less. So they continue to bang on that drum. More access to games, more access to games. I have another quote in a second from them on that. But now the EU is getting ready to object. According to Reuters, Microsoft is likely to receive an EU antitrust warning about its $69 billion bid for Call of Duty maker Activision Blizzard. People familiar with the matter said it could pose another challenge to completing the deal. So what is the EU doing? The European Commission is readying a charge sheet known as a Statement of Objections, setting out its concerns about the deal, which will be sent to Microsoft in the coming weeks, the people said. So basically, you have companies, you have regulators all saying, you got to answer our concerns, you got to answer our worries, and this was Microsoft's response. We're continuing to work with the European Commission to address any marketplace concerns. Our goal is to bring more games to more people, and this deal will further that goal. You'll notice they keep talking about their goal is to bring more games to more people. That doesn't necessarily mean they want more games to be accessible by Google, NVIDIA, Amazon, Sony, any of their competitors in the cloud or mobile market. All that matters in their mind is getting more games to more consumers because, again, you're banging on a PR drum. You want the public to help in some way sway this, which I don't know how much the public can sway this, but it still continues to feel like a PR game. The question's not whether or not you could have greater distribution of games. The question is whether or not you would disrupt the cloud, the mobile, and even the console gaming market. If you're able to disrupt that by spending lots of money, that's a problem. That's not competition. Market disruption is not meant to be done through acquisition. It's meant to be done through innovation and creation, and this is not that. So, 
That's one of the reasons I'm against this deal. It's one of the reasons many people are against this deal. It's like you're just trying to gobble up a huge portion of the market and you're not answering any of the concerns. You just keep saying, we're going to make sure more people get more games. That's not the concern. The concern is market restriction, damage to your competitors by means of just spending lots of money. That's not how markets are supposed to go. So there are three possible outcomes for this deal. Number one, the deal goes through with maybe some modifications and assurances you know the deal could just go through without a hitch which doesn't seem likely given that china hasn't even weighed in yet amazon hasn't thrown their hat in the ring and neither has apple okay there's a lot of people still yet to weigh in on this there seems to be a cadence of objection which could lead this thing to get completely stuck indefinitely after the Bethesda deal, it's very likely that they need to make assurances or even change or alter this deal. The Starfield release date could be related to all of this. Trotting out your biggest launch of the year after being blasted for saying that, oh yeah, we have no financial incentive to restrict these titles and then you do, and then you make one of those titles your centerpiece flagship of 2023, that's not a good look. That could be one of the reasons. I mean, Sony even didn't do their annual showcase because I don't think they wanted to trot out a bunch of exclusives in the midst of objecting to the acquisition because the public would have run with a negative narrative. There's more at play here than just Call of Duty. The people who keep focusing on Call of Duty and Sony aren't looking at the bigger picture. Cloud and mobile is just now entering the discussion, and it's just now starting to like register in people's minds that these are massive markets that Microsoft is intending to gobble portions of those markets up. Those parts of the market are potentially bigger and more volatile than Call of Duty. They've been around for a while, but the growth is rapid from mobile and cloud. And this is one of the reasons why I think in an interview, you know, Phil Spencer a while ago said they view their competition as Google and Amazon. You should really consider why he said that, okay? (laughs) That's their true competition because the future is very much cloud-based, mobile-based, subscription-based. That's a huge aspect of the digital marketplace going forward. Now, the second possibility is that Microsoft just backs away from the deal entirely. I I think with every position coming up of opposition, every every pushback, every regulator, I think increases the odds that Microsoft says, all right, we, we, we're back, we're out. We don't want, we don't want, we don't want to be, you know, we don't want to do this. Now, it also could just get blocked. I think it's going to be blocked, personally. I think there's enough regulators weighing in, there's enough opposition, there's enough sort of concern that they're just going to block it and say, no, you can't do this. We're not going to allow this to go through. This could be the result of the rhythmic amount of pushback, the cadence of objection. It seems that companies and regulators just kind of keep piling on. It's almost as if they're taking turns. Some companies haven't even weighed in yet, as I've said multiple times. Many are expecting objections from Apple at some point. They've sort of stayed on the sidelines, or at the very least, maybe they're doing it quietly. This would be a painful result for the gaming divisions of Microsoft because it almost seems necessary for them. 2023 looks good for Xbox, but two out of their four big releases, arguably their biggest release of the year, they just bought it like a year ago. So they wouldn't even have a super strong showing this year if it weren't for acquisitions. Think about what that means for the future of the Xbox gaming division. Without this acquisition, they're going to continue to struggle to have a strong first-party presence. Now, the third option here, and this is the one that gets a little weird, and this is the one that gets a little tinfoil hat, but 
Microsoft could opt to only buy portions of Activision Blizzard. I think mainly they would target King. They want the mobile. That would be at least one of their non-negotiables. They want to walk away from this deal with King Mobile, okay? This is a little bit more of a wild theory, but what if the companies are objective objecting to this because they want pieces of Activision Blizzard themselves? With the cloud and mobile concerns mounting, Google and Apple, or even Amazon, may want a piece of this deal. Listen, if we can restrict how much Microsoft can buy, then we can buy whatever's left over. Because Activision Blizzard at this point kind of feels like a corpse that's being picked over. You know, depressed market, they had their controversy, we still don't know if there was an actual colluded conspiracy to use this buyout as a means of hiding that or distracting from that. We, that, that hasn't happened yet. Those shareholders, I believe, are in Sweden asking for this to be investigated. If Amazon, Google, Apple, or any other company start eyeing parts of the company, we could see this. If there's a continued rhythm, okay, if there's a continued rhythm of companies pushing back against this deal, seemingly taking turns like some kind of a tag team match, this theory will get more traction in my mind. That these companies don't want this deal to go through because they want to take some bids here. They want to put in their hat in the ring, as it were. So, I have been convinced i think the more i look at this the more the objections are raised the more big players enter this discussion the less likely this deal goes through if you're familiar with fantasy football and your percentage chance of winning starts going down it's going down this is down at like a 10 percent for me now i don't think this deal goes through that's why my thumbnail says i think this deal's getting blocked there is i i don't think It has a chance at this point. That's my show open. That's a 13-minute show open. If you're enjoying the show over here on the Tiki Talk, man, thank you for almost 4,000 likes. Already almost 400 people here on YouTube. Smash the like button. It helps more people find this video, and I want to hear from you. What do you think? I know everybody's going to be like, this guy's just an Xbox hater. This has nothing to do with Xbox. It really doesn't. It actually has more to do with Microsoft. (laughs) It has way more to do with Microsoft than it does with Xbox. And I'm looking at this deal and I'm thinking, brother, you got Google and NVIDIA joining the conversation. EU's got their list of objections coming. This deal's getting blocked, bro. I I don't see it coming out. I just don't. A $10 tip from Doom. I want the deal blocked. Activision will suffer stock loss and disappear. Kodak won't get paid. Xbox will have to keep to their games uh, exclusive and fight. Regs are saying Xbox should compete like Sony. I agree with that. I don't think it's competitive to just buy up portions of the market. You have studios right now. You do. Invest in those studios. Why don't you take your $69 billion, right? Why don't you take your $69 billion and invest that in your current studios? Like, expand them. Empower them to be better, rather than just trying to buy Activision Blizzard. I, I, don't, I don't think this is the way. Preacher says Activision will end up being split into 30 or 50 pieces. Thank you for all the follows and all the likes over here as well. Honestly, I hope it goes through. I feel Microsoft has good intentions. What makes you think Microsoft has good intentions? How does a company motivated by profit... I mean, that's every company, by the way. I'm not taking a shot at Microsoft. How do, how do, how do companies have good intentions? $69 billion worth of good intentions? That, that doesn't sound like... That sounds like a doe-eyed view of it. Like, kind of like, a, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. It's too early for this kind of logic, Lono. 
Personally, Microsoft pushed far too into third-party publisher acquisitions after literally just buying out ZeniMax. Sony buys studio that they work with forever, like Square Enix. Well, they don't, they've not bought Square Enix yet, have they? You know, don't be sorry, be better. <laughs> when Sony almost tanked after the PS3, they didn't start buying publishers. They dug their way out by doubling down on their exclusive studios, says Mr. Anderson. They could hire some people uh, not on contract at 343 and re- rebuild Halo. Right, like, focus on your internal processes. Focus on, do an autopsy of Halo Infinite. Like, do that instead of trying to buy Activision Blizzard. Like, that's my point. Figure out what happened with with Activision, with with, with Halo Infinite, and change your contractual policies. Like, that's what you should be doing. Invest in your current studios. Doesn't mean they can't buy more. Listen, Mo, I actually would have no problem with... Microsoft buying up developers. That doesn't bother me at all. If they wanted to buy up a couple of developers and invest in those developers because they have lots of money, I would be totally fine with that. Yeah, buy devs. Microsoft's got deep pockets. Invest in those developers. I've got no problem with that at all. I don't. That's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to literally buy up a portion of the market. And now you got Google and NVIDIA weighing in being like, I don't know. I don't know. Alright guys, it's going to be a spicy day. Who wants to start off our member goal? Who wants to order the first bag of coffee? Thank you so much for being here this morning. Who wants to help us get to 200 likes? Let's get 200 likes before we get to 400 viewers. Thank you guys so, so much for being here this morning. I hope you've been enjoying the daily talk shows and the back and forth and the dialogue. It's been a blast. I'm really encouraged to see more and more people watching over on TikTok. We appreciate you supporting us there as well. They're buying devs. No, they're buying a publisher. They're not buying devs. They're buying a publisher. That that would be like saying, well, yeah, we're trying to buy some movie studios. No, you're trying to buy Disney. You're not trying to buy movie studios. You're trying to buy Disney. Google and NVIDIA have been talking. This isn't new. This is new. This is new, Mo. Don't tell me what's not new. Don't do that. Don't come in here and lecture me on what's new. This show is based off of relevant and new information. Bloomberg just reported on this. This is new information. Don't come in here and do that. I can't I'm, I'm tired of people trying to do that. This is a nothing burger. This is not a story. This is not new information. No. I I, I literally grabbed an article from Bloomberg. This, this isn't like some fly by night angry blogger. It like this is a new development in the situation. And we didn't even cover it. We didn't. When Bloomberg wrote their article, I was like, I don't want to talk about that just yet. It's been a month since we've done a show on this. A month. It's been one month since we've talked about the Xbox Activision deal. And I was like, I want to wait. And then I see the EU ramping up with their objections. They're going to put out their sheet of objections. And I'm like, all right, it's time. It's time to do a summary of what's going on. I just want to know why no AAA games that come out today are good from start. What do you mean? There's been plenty of AAA games that have come out that have been perfectly good from the start. I mean, like a day one patch or minor issues in the first week or two, I don't think is a big deal. I mean, if we look at Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, and God of War Ragnarok last year, even Forza Horizon, these are all games that launched that were incredible. They didn't have major problems. Google weighing in is laughable since they couldn't get a cloud service up and running, and other than Microsoft, would have been the most prepared to do it, but their poor management killed Stadia. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to act like Stadia was amazing, but think of it from this perspective, Gail. From the government's perspective, the people weighing in on this, okay? You've got one of the biggest players, 
one of the biggest spenders entering the conversation, right? Someone make it make sense. Microsoft has killer iconic IPs and they're letting them fail to spend 70 billion and get new crap to let stuff fail. (laughs) Yet when Sony and Microsoft buy other companies, Bungie ETC, nobody cared until this. Because you understand there's a giant difference between buying a, a, a developer and buying Activision Blizzard, right? It would be like buying a movie studio and comparing that to buying Disney. You understand the difference, right? Like, when Microsoft bought Bethesda, nobody really cried foul about market disruption or market-restrictive behavior. And when Sony purchased Bungie, one of the main headlines was all future Bungie titles will be multi-platform. It's baked into the contract. It's not even remotely comparable. It just simply isn't. The, the, the scale and scope of this deal, there's a reason that Google and NVIDIA are weighing in. Google and NVIDIA are not weighing in because they're like big Call of Duty players. and like, this could be bad for Call of Duty. They're like, no, there's other markets to consider here. What are you talking about? Like, there's other markets that this could affect. This isn't just affecting Call of Duty. Bungie's a publisher? No, they're not. NVIDIA, I can understand. They have a strong presence with their cloud service, so they want the availability, but Google is leaving this market unless they have future plans we can't see. It's not just cloud, Gale. They listed cloud, they listed mobile, they listed subscription service. Google's got their hands in everything, bro. Google's got their hands in everything. And even if you try to argue that Bungie's a publisher because they want to get into publishing, which they have yet to do, Bungie doesn't own any studios. Like, it's not comparable. Like, don't do that. Don't make... Oh my goodness, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, if you guys like my Legend of Zelda shirt, it's kind of hard to see over here on on YouTube, but on on TikTok, they can see the full silhouette. This comes from the Zelda collection at 80s Tees. If you go to 80stees.com, be sure to use code LONO, code LONO, L-O-N-O. It'll get you 30% off. They've got an amazing collection of shirts over there. Video game shirts, Marvel, movies, Star Wars, everything. The Bungie deal was not to Sony's credit. Read the merger. It was in their contract that they, I'm not, you, you cut yourself off there. Bye-bye Activision. They deserve to die. Google has a duopoly and they want to keep it. Uh, they required multi-plat independence for whoever purchased them, and they went to Xbox first. Right. You Do you guys remember when Bungie got really grumpy about the rumors that Microsoft and them were talking about a buyout, and they got all butthurt on Twitter? It's because it was true. It's because it was true. <laughs> they were in talks. They were in talks, and Microsoft probably wanted exclusivity, and Bungie was like, "Uh uh-uh, we're never doing that again, no thanks, bye, and then they go to Sony, and they have it baked into the contract that all future future titles will be multi-platform. Some of King's biggest games are on the Google Play Store, says True King Gaming. COD Mobile and Candy Crush makes Google a lot of money. Thank you for bringing that into the conversation, True King Gaming. That's such an excellent point. Think about that. King Mobile, King, the mobile company, they got games in the Google Play Store. So Google's probably thinking like, whoa, 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 uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, yeah, we make a ton of money on that property. And uh, Microsoft's a big company. And what if Microsoft creates their own mobile infrastructure and that's where you got to go buy their games? What if they move all these mobile games into a browser? Look at what Microsoft did for Epic 
and Fortnite. What did they do? This is why I'm surprised Apple hasn't weighed in yet. Look at look at what Microsoft did for Fortnite. Hey, hey, uh, you can't sell your game in the Apple storefront because you had a disagreement about the royalty split with Apple? That's fine. We'll help you get around that with the cloud and a browser. And who's to say Microsoft couldn't do the exact same thing? We want more people to be able to play Call of Duty Mobile, and here's how we're doing it. We're officially moving Call of Duty Mobile to our own storefront in a browser. Yank from Google. Yank from any other storefront that's, that's got it. Apple. Any storefront right now that houses Call of Duty Mobile has to be thinking about that. Well, wait a minute. They, they could yank it, and then they could argue that it's still playable on our platform because all they have to do is use a browser to get to the storefront to download the game. So don't you understand how market di- disruptive that is to rip an existing piece of property from an ecosystem that's generating money and being like, that's ours now. Yeah, you just go, go to a browser and go to Microsoft.com slash mobile games and you can get all those games now. You don't have to use the Apple Store. You don't have to use the Google Play Store. You can use our store. Do you see now why this game, th- th- this deal is so much bigger than one game and Sony crying? There are way more people getting involved here like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on. Y'all told the EU you had no financial incentive to restrict Bethesda titles and then you did and what are you going to do with this you're going to start yanking mobile games out of our stores is that what you're going to do Android's open source you never had to use it the play store is not a requirement nobody's saying it is what I'm saying Paul is Google makes a ton of money through their store and so does Apple off of these titles and Microsoft when they suddenly own these mobile titles could yank them out of those storefronts put them in their own storefront that you access via a browser that's literally how they allowed Fortnite to get around the Apple restriction you can play Fortnite on an Apple device right now and you don't have to go to the Apple store and Microsoft is the one that helped Epic do that. You don't think that's cause for alarm for these big mobile storefronts? Like, wait a minute. You all helped Epic get a, get around the Apple store. What, are, you're going to do the same thing once you own all this property. You're going to put it in your own storefront. And what's the continued line from Microsoft? More games to more people. More games to more people. They aren't going to restrict what the consumer can get access to because then you can just open up your phone and go to a browser and continue to get those games and play those games. You can continue to do that. But they're going to restrict what their competitors can do with the property. They'll still make tons of money. Think about it. They'll still make tons of money off the property. They're still selling it. They're just selling it in their own storefront. I literally didn't even consider that until just now. Like, like a light bulb went off. I was like, wait a minute. That was major headlines when Microsoft partnered with Epic to help them get Fortnite back on the Apple platform. Like, the mobile game scene has so many legal issues right now, I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Microsoft is the lesser of two evils when compared to Sony. <laughs> Disagree. L take. Argue. Don't assert. Assertions are for weak-minded people. Like, back up your assertions with arguments. Like, if you want to just do drive-by assertions, go head over to Twitter and cancel somebody. If the deal goes through, 
and you have this huge amount of titles solely in Microsoft's control, there's a good chance they start building things, pulling things from Steam, and limiting them to PC Game Pass and the Microsoft Store. There's so, Yeah, there's so many things that, that could be affected by this. This actually sounds good for consumers. Why would that be good for consumers? Explain that to me. Why would suddenly having your game move to another ecosystem and that level of market disruption and ownership getting funneled to one company, why would that be good? Because right now, you can get those games from multiple sources, multiple companies. Why having to go to one company suddenly for that source, would that be good? Is it good for you now that Marvel stuff's only available on Disney? Is that good for you? What, when, when Disney raises their prices, is that good for you? Does that, does that help keep the market competitive with that property? Is that good for you? I wasn't disagreeing. I was just commenting on the mobile game scene. Oh, I know what you were saying. I was replying to the person that said L take. <clears throat> Microsoft tried to take used games. The mad, uh, the mad subs a thing. Forced to connect on gamers. I mean, that's that's ancient history at this point. Microsoft hasn't done that at all. In fact, they've been doing the opposite. You can play Microsoft games day one on Steam. Yeah, I'm not... I, I don't know about them taking games from from Steam. I don't know about that. But right now, right? Right now, you have perfectly good reasons to think they would yank mobile games from their mobile markets and make them available in their own storefront and all you'd have to do is use a web browser on your phone. They already did this with Fortnite. They have set two precedents. Number 1, Microsoft says, we have no financial incentive to restrict Bethesda titles. And then they do. Oh yeah, Starfield's ours now. Redfall's ours now. Oh, okay. I guess you can do that. You own them now. The second precedent they've set, they have no problem assisting in getting around the storefronts of Apple, at least Apple, a mobile storefront, and making a game available in a browser. Like, they have no problem doing that. So who's to say they wouldn't do that when they suddenly own King Mobile? They yank all that property out of all those storefronts and say, that's ours now, baby. And you want to play these games? Just go into your browser. You just go to your browser, you go to our storefront, you buy it from us, play it from us, play it, you know, and then obviously they'd have Game Pass motivations, right? Yeah, just play it on Game Pass. Oh, you don't have Game Pass? No worries. When you go through that mobile browser, you can sign up right there for our mobile version of Game Pass. Game Pass. It's capitalism. This is America. If you don't like it, tough. Make your own company and do it. What do you mean this is capitalism? You understand that like the entire globe is weighing in on this, right? Like regulators are trying to block it. You understand like your free market capitalism that you you think is so wonderful is protected by laws and regulations, right? You understand that. And you understand when you haven't been protected as a consumer, it hasn't gone all that well for you. Look at the consolidation of cell phone companies and internet service providers as a perfect example of how you no longer have lots of options and prices have just gone up while service has typically gone down. Look at the internet service infrastructure in America compared to the globe. It hasn't innovated, it hasn't expanded, it's oversold neighborhoods, oversaturated cities and markets, and not updated the infrastructure or the technology at all, because they don't have to. They don't have to. Assuming this is an American issue. Yeah, and talk about being extremely geocentric. Like, y- you understand that this bi- this deal is bigger than America. This deal is literally could affect the entire globe. The digital market's global. It's it's global. You're, you're watching me on a platform that's owned by another country. Like, imagine. 
imagine thinking in this way while you use an app that's that's owned by a, com- a completely different company that's not America. Don't get me started on mobile providers. Canada's worse than the U.S. I can't remember because it's been a while, but wha- Apple was doing some shady practices against Epic, which led to that. Well, no, no. It, the, the, the Apple Epic thing was... Epic gave people a way to spend money in their game and avoid the Apple Store. And that's against the terms of service, okay? Epic Epic basically broke the rules. So they broke the TOS. When you go into the Apple Store, you agree to that TOS. You agree to those terms of service. They broke that, and Apple removed them from the store. You agree to that when you go into their store, by the way. I am not defending Apple, right? <clears throat> I'm not defending Apple and acting like Apple's as pure as the driven snow. But if you're going to go into somebody's storefront and agree to their terms, then you can't be like, oh, this is unfair. We broke the rules and you kicked us out. So Microsoft helped Epic get Fortnite back on Apple devices through the cloud and through a browser. This is exactly why Google and NVIDIA are getting concerned about this deal. The Xbox Activision deal could lead to every single mobile game that King owns, and there's a bunch of them, and they generate tons of money. Tons of money could get yanked off all those mobile platforms. So, of course, Google's like, wait a minute. We saw what you did with Fortnite. We're talking about Microsoft trying to buy a bunch of game companies to compete with Sony, pretty much. And listen, I don't think the deal's going through. I don't. I think there's too many people opposed to it. There's too many regulators. There's too much opposition. There's too much concern. There's too many objections at this point. I don't think it goes through. We're not even done yet. China hasn't weighed in. Apple hasn't weighed in. Amazon hasn't weighed in. I don't see this deal getting off the ground. I just don't. I just don't think so. You're just telling Microsoft exclusives is bad, Sony exclusives is good. No, I never said that. I mean, I know it's really, really difficult when you're accustomed to, like, Neanderthalic tribalism takes on the internet. Like, you watch YouTubers that are, like, pro one side. That's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing at all. I am fully in support of first-party exclusives. That I don't have a problem with that. I don't like market consolidation that leads to market restriction. That that's what I don't like. That's what aboutism. Who's doing what aboutism? Me? Yo, what's good, Sven? Latest news reports say that the FTC is already prepared to drop the case. I didn't see that. I read a Bloomberg report from two days ago that said the FTC is gearing up for their uh, their case in August, and Nvidia and Google joined and added to... The, Nvidia and Google just voiced their concerns to the FTC, according to Bloomberg. So unless a news report hit this morning that's not true nice clickbait what do you mean clickbait the deal has had two news reports about it a day or two ago the news report came out that google and nvidia are voicing their concerns in opposition and just yesterday the eu has said they are getting ready to list their objections to it this isn't clickbait at all. This is I haven't reported on this for a month, by the way. I took a month break from talking about it because I was tired of it. I was tired of hearing from from the 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 the, the fans of, of Microsoft. It was making my head go crazy. <clears throat> Butters with 14 months. Xbox didn't unlock enough of their who's Dante? Dante, is that our first member of the day? 
Thank you, Butters, for 14 months and a member plus. Let me see if Dante is new. No, that's a renewal. Thank you, Dante, uh, for two months of membership. Thank you, Butters, for 14 months of membership. Welcome back. Xbox didn't unlock enough of their politician battle pass before the season ended. That's right. Have people not been taught in school that monopolies are bad? This is less about monopoly and more about antitrust market restriction. It's not like a, they wouldn't have a monopoly. Microsoft would monopolize the gaming market. Game Pass killed competition. I don't actually think that the worry is monopoly. I don't think I don't think anybody said that. None of the regulators have said that. None of the companies have said, "Oh, it's a monopoly." Lona makes really good coffee. Can get good convo going for gaming topics. Um, is there any good that comes out of this? Is there any good that comes out of this? Eugene just did a quick search. Microsoft FTC. Two days ago, Google and NVIDIA offer objections. NVIDIA and Google throw wrench into Microsoft's FTC problem. Yeah. The person who said the FTC is about to drop it. Yeah, that just simply isn't true. Now, the good that could come out of this could be, you know, you have a fire sale. You have a fire sale of Activision Blizzard property and a bunch of people get to scoop it up and that would probably be better for the market than all of it going to one owner. It would probably be better to have Activision Blizzard completely sliced up in my mind because then everybody gets a piece of them and Bobby Kodak can go sit somewhere else. Genuine question, what's the fear for consumers if the deal goes through? Okay. There's a pattern of tech market consolidation not being good for the consumer there's a pattern of this it happened with cell phone companies it happened with cable providers it happened with internet service providers you haven't benefited from any of that tech consolidation you haven't and the FTC is being a lot more on guard for it now because it hasn't been good for you it hasn't been good for consumers at all goodness gracious you You almost lost the ability for the internet to stay neutral. Because why? Because big companies were trying to take that from you. Why? Because they consolidated and they had all this money and they were getting ready to absolutely damage the internet in the West. Right? You want to be in one of those countries where they charge you extra money to go to certain websites because they're competitive with your internet service provider? Get out of here. There's a pattern. And so you look at Microsoft and just because you like them, it suddenly is okay. It suddenly is okay for Microsoft to be like, hey, $70 billion, uh, we want to buy up a literal percentage and slice of the global market of games. And you're like, no, that's fine because I like Microsoft. Put the shoe on the other foot. Would you be okay with this if it was Amazon? Would you be okay if it was Google? Would you be okay if this was Sony? I wouldn't be okay if it was any of those companies. I wouldn't be like, well, I like them a little bit more, so it's fine now. No, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't want all this stuff under one company. This leads to bad things all of the time. Because Microsoft's not just trying to buy Call of Duty. I think that's what everybody gets lost on. They're trying to buy a publisher that owns some of the biggest market prop mobile market property in the world. Yo, thank you, Jastification. With seven months of membership, it's a member plus. Three months from Ready, Set, Dead. Oh, hey, thanks. Thanks, guys, for those renewals. Deal will go through. Get over it. Okay. What, a, what an intellectual discussion you're willing to have about it. Go somewhere else. 
Internet is a required service now. Microsoft is an elective service. Internet has not been... No, that's not true. No, the government has not passed any regulations, any laws to declare Internet as a, as, as a utility. They have not done that. It's like, the, the, you know, the utility providers have to get your utilities back on within a certain amount of time according to federal regulations. That has not been passed about Internet. That's simply false. And it being an elective service versus a required service wouldn't be anything in support of your argumentation because there's also the elective service of your cell phone. There's also the elective service of cable television. Those are markets that have been consolidated that have not been good for you. It hasn't been beneficial to the consumer for those markets to consolidate themselves. It's been bad for you. Prices have gone up. Options have gone down. Have you checked cable TV packages recently? Have you checked the way that cell phone providers all seemingly mysteriously have like almost identical plans to each other and there's only like two or three of them and one or two of them gobbled up a bunch of the smaller you know mobile companies like pay attention to all the things that are happening and you can't compare it to one thing like well because internet service is becoming something that's like not elective that doesn't actually take away from the argumentation yo michael carmona with three months microsoft fans are unwilling to accept that the deal will have a major global impact thank you so much michael for three months hey guys we got to get some numbers on the board here let's get some members over here on youtube we don't have any new members yet let's give some members who's going to be the first coffee order of the day reforge roast if you're a coffee drinker over there on the talk reforge gaming that's where i'm streaming on youtube by the way reforge roast it's our own coffee it's not some sponsor um consider buying that today go to reforgeroast.com it supports me directly. My wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you should try ours. So those are ways to support what I do. And over here on the talk, over here on the Tiki Talk, you can hit that star button and become one of my subscribers and get a badge and emotes, and that supports me directly. We don't run ads during these streams, and they're lengthy and they're fun, and the reason I can do it is we got paying members. So much legal talk with this and what's happening with Wizards of the Coast. I'm both eating well and overfilled. Halp, what's good, Ashen? Nobody bats an eye when EA buys up all the small companies, but Microsoft buys one big one in craziness. Well, you have to understand something, though. You have to understand something. You might be right. I don't really have a working library of knowledge of what EA has done. So let's just say you're right, Okay. It's been clear to the regulators in these countries that it's time to pay closer attention to this, right? A lot of this consolidation went through, and then at least in America, the FTC was like, we're going to start paying closer attention to this. We're not a real big fan of this, right? So you had, you. I, I don't think I would dispute that. You had a bit of a wild, wild west of acquisitions, both in uh, cell phone providers and cable television providers and internet providers, and even within the gaming world, you probably had a lot of acquisitions that kind of glided through unchecked. And now the regulators are like, wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Gaming has become one of the biggest industries in the dadgum world. We need to pay closer attention to this. This, this could be bad. This, this could end up harming the markets that are all now globally connected. Cloud, mobile, just gaming in general on both PC and console. For me, the big worry, apart from the legit global market concerns, is the track record. Microsoft buys Rare, and Rare kind of sucks now. For example, I do not want more of that. Yeah, I mean, if you just look at the pattern with Microsoft ownership, look how many creative directors have left. Why clickbait title? It's not a clickbait title. Listen, let me explain something to you. Staying in a stream while accusing it of clickbait makes you look like a stupid person. Like, the title of the stream is 
Activision, a- Xbox Activision deals in trouble. Or what, it, what, actually, hang on. Was that the last stream I did? No, facing more. Facing more trouble. Or, or facing more, uh, what did we go with? Pu- pushback? Facing more trouble. We almost went with facing more pushback. It's facing more trouble. It's facing more trouble. If you clicked on that, and you didn't get what you thought you were clicking on, then frickin' leave. It's that simple. It's that simple. If you clicked on my stream, and you think it's clickbait, you're like, I clicked on this expecting this thing, and I didn't get it, then frickin' leave, bro. It's that simple. Click the X, take the L, and and say bye. Like, that's all we need from you. Yo, Chris coming in with a brand new... Oh, it's a member plus! It's a member plus... He's our first new member of the day. It's not a gifted. Look at that. Look at that. Thank you guys so much. Uh, New Halo was outsourced to a different studio and they killed the franchise. Right, like, look at the look at the pattern with Microsoft. Like, there's even reasons to think, like, I don't know if I want all this gaming content underneath their ownership. I don't know if I want that. Rare was making shovelware when they bought them. That's why when Nintendo sold them, everyone had left before Microsoft bought them. Okay, let's say that's true. Let's say Rare is in a better state now. I'm still concerned because Sea of Thieves has done okay, but like, you also have to consider the fact that Everwild, the other project under Rare, the creative director just left, in addition to Forza 5's creative director leaving. And then Halo Infinite's been through like, what, like three creative directors? You're complaining about people complaining about being misled by you. Yeah, yeah. It's called being a human being and defending yourself against, like, a false claim. Like, someone comes into my stream and accuses me of clickbait. Am I not supposed to defend myself against that? I'm just supposed to ignore that? It's always funny to me when people act as if content creators are just punching bags. Like, you have a very twisted view of the world. Like, if somebody came at you and said something uh, at you that wasn't true, you would you would respond and say, well, that's false. Oh, I don't understand why you're getting so triggered. It's not false. No, it's not false. There's nothing clickbait about it. There was a report from Bloomberg about the fact that NVIDIA and Google are now uh, objecting to the deal. And then the EU just yesterday, within 24 hours of this stream, the EU has stated their objections will be outlined very, very soon. So, yes, it is my argument that this is getting blocked. I'm arguing that it's going to be blocked. Do you understand what an opinion is? You seem to have one yourself. So, my opinion and my conclusion, based off of all the things I've seen... I think the deal is getting blocked. I think the deal is facing more trouble. There's too many people coming in and saying, like, you, like, and think about the people who haven't said anything yet. Nobody's, like, China hasn't said anything. Apple hasn't said anything. Amazon hasn't said anything. There's a lot of people who have not weighed in. The EU-backed Microsoft... Uh, back to Microsoft to false claims by the FTC? No, nope, that's false. You need to do better research about that. That's not true. The FTC directly quoted the EU's document. The EU's document and the EU's own conclusions stated that their own conclusion was that Microsoft did not have a financial incentive to restrict the ZeniMax property, and then they did it anyway. That was the FTC's contention. The EU even came back later and said that... that they misunderstood or they they requalified it they literally read headlines and responded to the headlines the ftc did not claim right they said it was misrepresented yes in the eu's initial statements they said that and they were false the eu's the eu needs to go back and read their original document they stated those claims were outright false yeah and that was later addressed you haven't followed up on that 
You have not followed up on that. The FTC directly quoted the EU document. You've read one headline and you think, oh yeah, the FTC's stupid, they lied, and the EU responded. Go do better research. You've not done enough. We did a follow-up on that situation. The FTC directly quoted the verbiage from the EU document. The document literally stated from the EU itself, I've read the document, they concluded that Microsoft did not have, they gave assurances, they did not have financial incentive to limit the ZeniMax property, and then they did it anyway. Now, the FTC never once claimed that Microsoft made promises. They never once said that Microsoft made uh, assurances they wouldn't do it. They said they made assurances they lacked financial incentive. That's factual. That's true. The EU needs to go read their own document, and so do you. If you're going to try to run with the story of like, well, the EU said that the FTC was wrong. No, you've not done proper research into that situation. Microsoft is the reason they were making shovelware, says Eugene. Rare was purchased in 2002. They They weren't making shovelware. They were just off two very popular titles. Yeah, so again, people running with the false narrative. Rare had just launched Perfect Dark... Uh, and Conquer's Bad Fur Day, and then they were purchased by Microsoft. So when you said that Rare was just producing shovelware, that was under Microsoft's ownership. That was under Microsoft's ownership. One can quote a document and then make inference from that that is false. Okay, I'm going to help you because I enjoy discussion and you're fundamentally misunderstanding what happened because you. it sounds like you just read headlines. I extensively research this thank you for the coffee order reforge dark from yakeman i appreciate that so so much our first coffee order of the day we got one coffee order we got one member let's keep it going all right listen listen i i extensively researched this the ftc quoted the eu document for one simple reason right for one simple reason they said you made the exact same arguments to the EU. You said, we lack a financial incentive to restrict ZeniMax properties, and then you did it anyway. They're using the exact same line of argumentation with Call of Duty. If you track the timeline, right? If you track the timeline, the FTC said that in the wake of new documents going public where Microsoft said a handful of things. They had uh, an incentive to keep those properties everywhere. They were counting on the revenue from ABK properties going forward to make this deal viable. And if they restricted the ABK properties, it would undercut the very intention of the deal. Right? So they say all that in documents that suddenly go public. And then the FTC comes out and says, hang on a minute. You said the exact same thing when you tried, when you bought Zenimax. You said the same line of argumentation. Links to definitive takes here. I, go use Google. I, I'm, I'm not going to provide you with links in a in a ticky talk chat. Like, do your own dadgum research. I did my research, and I'm quoting all the articles and documents that I found. If you find it to not be compelling, then go do your own research. Like, I read numerous reports on this. The EU concluded that. That's literally why the deal went through to buy Zenimax. The deal to buy Zenimax went through because the EU was convinced by that argumentation. Are you tracking with the logic? The EU is like, oh, 
Microsoft doesn't have a financial incentive to limit ZeniMax properties. We can let the deal go through. And then it does. And then they limit the properties. You're quoting? The, the documents where Microsoft made the argumentation about not having financial incentive to limit uh, ABK properties, counting on the revenue of ABK properties, that was in one of the regulator responses that they came up with. I believe it was when they were responding to the UK, right? When they were responding to the UK, the documents that came out of that, Microsoft's own argumentation was, we're counting on the revenue from ABK. We're not going to limit the, 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 the reach of ABK, Activision Blizzard King. That's what ABK stands for. That's what they kept saying. And that's when the FTC got involved and said, now hang on a minute, y'all said this before. Microsoft didn't have an incentive to limit properties in a foreclosure strategy. Right. And that's the same thing they said about Call of Duty. When you say the same thing to two different dates, don't be surprised when one of them says, wait, you use this line on somebody else. The EU concluded off of their own investigation. Nothing that Xbox Microsoft told them led them to finding that theory. I'm trying to find the actual document to them. No, that's false. No, that's false. I read the EU document. There was one section where Microsoft literally said the phrase, we don't have a fine... I'm paraphrasing. They used the phrase financial incentive. And the essential phrase was, with the word financial incentive, we don't have a financial incentive to do this. And that led to the EU being like, yeah, it would be financially bad for them to do this. They're not going to do this. And then they pushed it through. Now, we're getting off on a red herring because that has nothing to do with what's happening now. Forget the FTC for a second. Let's say let's say that you're right. Let's say with your, your armchair take of the situation, the FTC's stupid, the FTC's lying, the FTC's just making stuff up. Sure, you're right. A governing body that decided to take action and directly quoted a publicly, you know, verifiable piece of data. They're just stupid and don't know what they're doing. Let's just allow that super compelling argument to stand. Fine. What about NVIDIA? What about Google? What about the EU? What about the UK? All these other people are saying this is a bad deal. All these other people are objecting to the deal. You can't keep running with the narrative that Sony's crying and the FTC's stupid. Well, so is everybody else then, I guess. Right? So is everybody else. How can you say armchair take while sitting in an armchair? You understand that armchair is a colloquialism. Do you not understand what basic vernacular is? Do you not understand what colloquialisms are or idioms are? Like, armchair take would be, you're not educated in it, you're just doing like an armchair take, right? You understand what that is, you know? With a name like the one that you have, I guess, I guess, you're you stupid to have a conversation with. What did Apple have to say? Apple hasn't even weighed in yet. Okay, here, Eugene found the Eugene found the quotes. Here we go. Here we go. This is from the EU document. Here you go. Since people people want us to do research for them. In light of this trade-off, the commission concludes that the combined entity would not have the incentive to engage in an input foreclosure strategy by refusing to make ZeniMax games available on rival consoles or degrading the terms under which these games are made available. That's the conclusion. Therefore, according to the notifying party, Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on rival consoles. They were convinced by Microsoft that there was a lack of financial incentive to do that. And then they did it anyway. That's why the FTC said what they said. 
right? That's why they said what they said. That's it. That's that's the official document. That's the official EU document, directly quoting it. So when the FTC spoke up, the FTC wasn't saying, you promised you wouldn't do that. Nope, you're headline hunting. You're not researching. You are not researching. The official FTC tweet read as follows. Agency notes that Microsoft decided to make several of Bethesda's titles, including Starfield and Redfall Microsoft exclusives, despite assurances it had given to European antitrust authorities that it had no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles. That is practically a direct quote. Don't you see? You're just headline hunting. You're just headline hunting. You're literally just like, oh yeah, I saw this headline that said that they shot it down. No, go do some research. Chronic Spin Dash with 21 months. Morning Lono, enjoying the show. Keep up the great work. Question, who's your favorite Transformer? Remember Reach. They never gave the EU assurances. (laughs) Okay, sure, sure. You're misunderstanding that phrase. You're misunderstanding that phrase. You're trying to be pedantic about it. To be like, well, they didn't give assurances they would never do it. That's not what the FTC argued. The FTC argued they made assurances. Hang with me. Don't plug your ears. They made assurances they had no financial incentive to do it. That's true. They said it. It's in the documents from the EU. That was the argumentation. They didn't say, we're giving you assurances that we will never do this. It was, they gave assurances they didn't have financial incentive to do it. That's what the FTC stated. You're losing cred. (laughs) Oh no. An uneducated person on TikTok thinks I'm losing cred. What am I going to do, chat? What will I do? (laughs) You do realize the EU walked back their claims that the FTC had it wrong, right? That's another thing that really hurts your, your case. You know that, right? Uneducated? Yeah. In this subject, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't. Like, what you're saying is more based on headline hunting and fandom. I'm basing it off of facts and evidence. I don't I don't give a crap who who's trying to buy who. I'm just looking at the facts. Like, I'm looking at the facts. And they told the EU, yeah, we, we don't have financial incentive to do this. You know, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't have financial incentive to do this. And then they turn around and like, I guess not. He's educating me. This is the first I've heard of this. I haven't seen any of the sort. (laughs) I I literally just read the documents to you. What did you plug your ears for that section? That right there is complete fabrication spoken as fact. No, no, it's not. Eugene, can you find me the part of the document where Microsoft actually said it? We have the conclusions of the EU. Where is the part where Microsoft stated it? Where is it? Find that section for me. I already read the document to you. I guess you plugged your ears when I did that. And I read the document to you, and then I read the FTC's conclusion, which is right in line with the EU's document. But again, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm just making things up. The fact that you have to type year-old games is proof. Oh, what are you guys debating? Dust Falls isn't even first property. You're, you're losing cred by standing by your argument and backing it up quoting published legal documents. Right. Exactly. 
I'm right here listening. So when I read this to you, don't plug your ears. This is from the official EU document. In light of this trade-off, right, the commission concludes that the combined entity would not have the incentive to engage in an input foreclosure strategy by refusing to make ZeniMax games available on rival consoles or degrading the terms under which these games are made available, right? Therefore, concluding statement, according to the notifying party, Microsoft, so according to Microsoft, according to the notifying party, Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on rival consoles. And that's what the FTC said. That's from the official document. Microsoft wins over the EU by saying, we don't have an incentive to do this. The EU concludes, they don't have an incentive to do this. And then they did it. We don't have the charge sheet yet with the conclusions of the EU. No, that's coming. I believe they said that's coming in like the next couple of weeks. That's why I did this show. So to catch everybody up, the Xbox Activision deal is facing more trouble. I don't think it's happening. I think it's getting blocked. That's what I'm arguing. My argumentation is you got the EU coming up with their objections. Google and NVIDIA just threw their hats in, right? They just threw their hats in to the situation. And they're saying, yeah, this could be bad for cloud. We don't think this is a good idea. And I've continued to say you haven't even allowed China to weigh in and Amazon and Apple haven't weighed in yet. And once they do, I think it's over. I don't think this deal goes through. Uh, the notifying party submits that it is plausible that ZeniMax content would enable Microsoft to foreclose rival console storefronts on other rifle distribution channels as ZeniMax content and market share are not significant enough. Um, first, the notifying party considers that both ZeniMax and Microsoft have a very modest combined market share in the publishing market, indicating that the parties lack the upstream market power for implementation of a foreclosure strategy. In particular, ZeniMax market share in the EEA was less than 5%. The notifying party considers that even if they were to engage in exclusivity strategy considering ZeniMax games vis-a-vis other consoles, this would not raise any competition concerns as ZeniMax content is not sufficiently strong to tip downstream market in favor of Microsoft. Second, rival consoles such as Sony and Nintendo have access to a very large array of popular games. Wait, that's not related. Hang on. Third, the notifying party argues that these consoles are differentiated. Fourth, they argue that they have surpassing Microsoft in generation. Where's the part where they said they didn't have the incentive? Is that further down? This is further down. Hang on. Therefore, according to notified, they did not have an incentive. Deleted the wrong one. Read the second one. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, he sent me the wrong portion. I was like, this is not the right portion of the document. I remember reading this. Okay, here you go. Here you go. The notifying party submits that Microsoft has strong incentives to continue making ZeniMax games available for rival consoles. They explain that the profitability of a strategy to make ZeniMax games exclusive to the Xbox console would depend on a trade-off between the value of attracting new players to the ecosystem and the lost income from the sale of ZeniMax games on rival consoles. In this regard, the notifying party forecasts that a significant share of ZeniMax games 
sales will occur on rival consoles over the life cycle of the newly released console generation. Based on such a trade-off, the notifying party submits that a hypothetical console exclusivity strategy would be profitable only if it led to an increase in the number of Xbox users over the next five years, corresponding to an increase in Xbox shipments above the forecast level. In the notifying party's view, it is plausible that Microsoft would achieve such results. Firstly, the notifying party considers that such a strategy is likely to be successful if the service differentiation is weak in the content to issue extremely valuable. However, rival consoles are significantly differentiated and have accumulated brand loyalty. Second, having a high switching rate by players is plausible due to the considerable switching costs between consoles, uh, implausible, and the relative value of ZeniMax games compared to the gaming landscape. So basically what they said was, we would only do this if we could get a bunch of people to switch. And then they said, rival consoles are significantly differentiated, and a high switch rate of players is implausible due to to the considerable costs of switching consoles. So they're basically saying... It's not financially viable for us to do this. Like, that's Microsoft's argumentation going through all that is what led to the concluding statements I read a few moments ago. That's the official EU document. Microsoft is basically saying, we would only do this if we could get a bunch of people to move. Right? It's like, and, and it's, it's implausible that we're going to get a bunch of people to move. Paragraph 114, therefore, according to the notifying party, Microsoft would not have the incentive to cease or limit making ZeniMax games available for purchase on rival consoles. Official EU document. Their conclusion is they don't have an incentive to do it, according to the notifying party. So what here implies that Microsoft lied and again as of now EU has not come back and claimed lied. No. No, 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 no. No. Microsoft gave themselves an out. They said it would be handled on a case-by-case basis. Well, no, actually I'm sorry. Microsoft they would have said it would be handled on a case-by-case basis was the ABK Activision deal, didn't they? Microsoft's own conclusions. They're the notifying party, are they not? I mean, that's what they're referring to them as, right? So that's the official document. Like, the, the EU saw a headline and replied to the headline. So, if you look at the actual document and you look at what the actual FTC says, the FTC all but directly quoted the document. They said in their tweet, in their, in their, in their claims, their public claims, they said... They gave assurances it had given to the European antitrust authorities that it had no incentive to withhold games from rival consoles. That is a fact. That's a fact. That's what they, that's what they had. That's what's in the document. That's what they concluded. Don't you see? And then and then imply that Microsoft lied to the EU. If you're going to okay, so what's the problem with implying that they that they were they, that they misled them or went back on what they said? What's wrong with that? Does it hurt your feelings? Like, what's the problem with that? I'm just stating facts. You're like, well, they implied that they lied. K, and the EU is saying that they disagree. The E, 
I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I read the official documents to you. I don't care what the EU said in the aftermath. As I said initially, the EU needs to read their own dadgum document before saying they disagree. You can't disagree with facts. You can't disagree with the documentation. I'm done running in circles with somebody who's too stupid to listen. Microsoft didn't lie. There was no fi- financial incentive. Microsoft just didn't care to look uh, and hit the market exclusive. They have their own precedence now. Microsoft did lie. They have an incentive called exclusivity. Yes, they are. Sea of Thieves came out literally crap. Rare use it uh, to be legend in the industry. Now they're not even close. Oh, they used to be a legend in the industry. To be honest, I'll give up gaming. The day is no longer on console. They don't want to show my age, but I couldn't enjoy cloud gaming. I don't think cloud gaming has a strong. I don't think cloud gaming has a strong uh, future until they rebuild a lot of the infrastructure. The internet's not fast enough. You're letting yourself get frustrated by another take? No, I'm letting myself get frustrated by somebody who's wasting my time by refusing to listen to facts, so you can't talk here anymore. I can't stand people like that. All you do is distract from good conversation. We were having a good back and forth and a good conversation. You took me down a rabbit hole. Somebody in my community was kind enough to go find the document. I read the document to you, and you just dig your heels in like some kind of a weirdo. But they still disagreed. No, they didn't. They falsely misunderstood the FTC's criticism by reading headlines. So I, I, I can't I can't do it. I can't go around in circles with somebody who plugs their ears. Like, go find me the documents. Go find me the documents. I go find me the documents. And what do you do? You retreat to your Alamo assertion of, but the, the, but the EU disagreed. Okay, thanks for wasting my freaking time. It's not up to armchair businessmen to decide who's lying in court. They'll decide at the end of the day. FTC didn't charge them with lying. They didn't. They didn't charge him with lying. They simply said, you made assurances that you didn't have financial incentives to do this, and then you turned around and did it. You're using the same argumentation right now with Call of Duty. I don't know why that's so hard for people to understand. Like, we don't all have to think in, like, grade school black and white terminology. Like, there's other ways to look at a situation. It, 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 it literally doesn't have to be that black and white. They're, 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 they're lying. What, but, but the FTC didn't say that. You're, you're headline hunting, right? Like, th- that's, that's not, that's not true. That's not what was claimed. My most recent testing of cloud gaming was pretty positive. I mean, I've heard good things about xCloud. I have. I have heard good things about xCloud. But again, it's, like I said, Omar... Your anecdotal experience means nothing. The infrastructure of the internet isn't where it needs to be for clouds to be to, to be uh, widely accepted. Because all you have to do is live in a neighborhood that's oversold. All you have to do is live in a neighborhood that they can't get really high speeds, and you're going to think cloud is terrible. And how many people are? How many people right now, uh, you know, across the globe, are going to come to that conclusion? A good portion, a good percentage. So having a positive experience, like if you have fiber in your home and you can watch 85 movies at once while gaming with no latency, sure, you're going to look at cloud gaming and be like, this is pretty dope. But you, in in the grand scheme of internet infrastructure across the globe, most people aren't going to have that experience.
Everyone can just agree to disagree, right? No, no. Saying that you agree to disagree when the facts don't line up with your position is just weak cowardice. Be Have some integrity and intellectual honesty and admit that maybe you had the situation wrong. Like, you can have the opinion that the deal's going to go through. You can have the opinion that you're in favor of the deal. I'm not debating that. I'm not trying to convince anybody that the, that the deal... I'm not trying to convince you that it's bad. You're wrong. It's bad. I'm not doing that. No. When people started stating things that were factually false, I checked it. I said, no, that's not true. And we found the documents. Agree to disagree, bro. No, you are just a coward with no integrity that can't admit when you're wrong. Like, allow new information to change your position. What did I say three months ago when I covered this? I said, ah, this deal's going through, guys. This, this, This deal will go through. And as new information has come out, I've changed my position. I'm like, I don't think this deal's going through. I think this is getting blocked. Right? You are reading the situation wrong. Nobody has moved to block it. Okay. Keep telling yourself that. I, I had people tell me, listen, listen to how many times I've heard that line of copium. Okay? Let me walk you through this because I've, I've heard it every single time I've covered this game. Right? I've heard it every single time I've covered this game. First, I was told FTC won't sue. Nah, they can't afford the embarrassment. Then I was told EU, EU, EU won't have a problem with this. Nah. Then I was told, nah, UK, UK won't have a problem with this. No, 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 no. Then I was told Sony's the only company crying about this. No other companies care. And what has happened? What has happened? FTC did sue. The EU does have objections. The UK does have objections. Other companies have weighed in. So now what are we left with? Just the, eh, no, 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 it's fine. It's going to go through. It's fine. It, no, it's totally fine. I, I've, I've had to listen to like this line of reasoning for months now. Every time this deal comes up, I have to listen to people being like, they're like rocking back and forth like, no, it's fine. No, deal's going through. It's going through. Uh, uh, the, 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 the globe and some of the biggest companies in the world uh, have an issue with it. But no, 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 no. It's going through. Like, Look, look at the look at the tea leaves. Like plenty of people have a problem with it. As someone who is not necessarily educated, why would someone want to block the deal? Okay, so as an example, Google expressed concerns recently in a Bloomberg article that I quoted and read directly this morning. Uh, it's like a two-day-old article, so this is new information. And Google and Nvidia. Let's just take Google. They express concern about cloud, mobile, and subscription. So, I want you to imagine what Microsoft could do if they suddenly owned King Mobile. Microsoft has made it very clear they're interested in growing their own ecosystem. They're putting their ecosystem on televisions. They, you know, they want people playing their games everywhere, whether it's through Game Pass or whether it's through the actual Xbox ecosystem, you know, installed on your PC or something like that, okay? So, Google is looking at a company who could become their direct competitor within the mobile gaming market if they suddenly buy King. And it'd be very simple. So think about what Google, uh, I'm sorry, think about what Apple did with Fortnite. Apple had terms and conditions in their store. Fortnite doesn't abide by them and it gets kicked out of the Apple store. Then, then... Microsoft steps in like a like a like a like a knight on a steed and says, "Hey Epic, 
will help get Fortnite back on the Apple devices, and they use the web browser and the cloud to do it. You can play Fortnite right now on an Apple device, and you don't have to use the Apple Store to do it. So I want you to imagine a company with deep pockets, lots of money, who have expressed a very strong and aggressive interest into expanding their cloud and mobile ecosystem market, I'm talking about Microsoft here, suddenly owns King Mobile. And now, they have a financial incentive to take all that property and put it on their ecosystem. So, you could conceivably continue to play Call of Duty Mobile. That thing makes tons of money. Tons of money. Candy Crush makes tons of money. And suddenly, when those games are purchased, and when the money is funneled through those games, it bypasses the Google Play Store. You could go on a browser... And you could download it through the Microsoft ecosystem. So Google has an incentive to say, wait, 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 wait. We like having that property in our storefront. And you're suddenly going to yank it away from us? That sounds like a good thing. Apple was trying to force Epic to bend their will and Microsoft offers a solution, open the market. Okay, in that situation, Viceroy, you're seeing it from one side. But Epic went into a storefront and broke the rules of the storefront and was removed from the storefront. I'm not going to claim that Apple's storefront and terms and conditions are as pure as the driven snow, but it's their infrastructure. They built it. Like, Apple built that store. Apple built that operating system. It's theirs. And if you want to be sold on their storefront and make buckets of cash from popularity in their storefront, they want their cut. Now, Microsoft steps in after Epic breaks the rules and gets removed from the store. And then Microsoft's like, oh, we'll help you get back on that platform. Okay. Now, what you're debating is a side issue because you're trying to dodge what I just outlined. Engage with what I just outlined. What if Microsoft could suddenly pull all of King's property out of the Apple Store and the Google Play Store, cutting off all those revenue streams to those companies, they put it in their own ecosystem, and you can now download those games, right? You can now download those games through the browser, and you avoid those marketplaces. That's market disruption through acquisition. That's not good for the market. Oh yeah, yeah, we just completely disrupted the market and disrupted revenue streams of those companies. You know, millions of dollars of disruption because uh, because we bought the company. Chill out, dude. Nobody's dodging anything. That's what happens when you tell me to chill out. You chill out. You brought up something that had nothing to do with the conversation. Engage with what I said. Instead, you opted to tell me to chill out. Well, you can sit in timeout and chill out. Don't tell me to chill out. That's condescending as frick. Imagine coming to my stream with a purple badge, a stream that is marked by and identified by passionate discussion and telling me to chill out. Imagine being that stupid and condescending, like seriously. Like, what are some of you do when we cover Xbox? What is is there some kind of a tonic somewhere? Is there like dum dum tonic that they're selling downtown? You're like, "Well, he's covering Xbox. I got to drink some dum dum tonic and tell a passionate streamer who gets wound up and has lively debates. I'm going to tell him to chill out. I'm going to see how that goes for me." Like it's entertaining, right? It's what we do here. They like telling me to chill out? What do you mean? I've been lively debating people for the past hour. It's what we do. People like it. Don't tell me to chill out. That's condescending and insulting. 
YouTube Lurker with a $10 tip. Just got here. Have you addressed the ABK fire sale that happens if the deal fails? ABK problems without Xbox funds are going to lead to the great devs like Toys for Bob getting bought for pennies. Well, think about it like this, right? Uh, how do I manage this person? Um, entire lot. Uh, so I covered that in the show open. Thank you, YouTube Lurker, for the $10 tip. Guys, there are so many people here. We are lacking in likes, and we are lacking in gifted members and new members. We have uh, almost 600 people here. We don't have 300 likes, and we've sold one order coffee and one member. What's going on? Let's get these numbers going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it going. And thank you for all the likes over here, by the way, on, on, on the Tiki Talk. We got 7,000. That's a lot. Okay, so in my show open, YouTube Lurker, I offered up three theories. And one of the theories I offered up was they they get completely busted up. They get completely busted up. So Activision's going to get sold in pieces. Now, there's a tinfoil hat theory here. Okay, there's a tinfoil hat. I see 50. Sorry, on the Tiki Talk, we have about 50 viewers. On YouTube, we have almost 600. I'm streaming in both places. If you prefer to watch in one of the locations, you can. So there's a, there's a tinfoil hat theory that Creature has that NVIDIA and Google and Apple has yet to weigh in and Amazon has way, yet to weigh in, but they will all weigh in. And it's his belief that they will weigh in because they want a piece of Activision Blizzard. Like, they all want a piece. That's That's his thought. Like, they basically are looking at a depressed market, they're looking at Activision Blizzard's controversies, and they're like, we could get some of this property for a dadgum steal. Yo, my man Lance jumping back in, getting a blue badge. Thank you, Lance, for renewing your membership. And my man Aloe Park, he says, I'll get the gifted train going. I'll gift one. There we go. That's two out of the daily 25 goal, and the gifted member went to Fat Ninja. Congratulations, Fat Ninja. Thank you so much. Sony still outsells Xbox regardless if the deal goes through. That's not a good enough reason to go on Xbox COD deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really concerned about that at all anymore. This deal is so much bigger than Sony versus Xbox. Like, injecting that into the conversation is like two-month-old discussion. We're not even discussing that anymore. I haven't mentioned Sony other than in passing this morning. I barely mentioned Sony. Sony's not even a blip on the radar at this point. The reason that I am convinced that the Activision Blizzard deal doesn't go through has so little to do with Sony and Call of Duty. Google has weighed in. Google. Do you understand? Like, people talked about this deal and they said, it'll go through. Microsoft has deep pockets. Microsoft has a lot of lobbyists. They'll get this to go through. I'm I'm sorry. Did you, Google just walked into the room. They have deep pockets. They have lobbyists. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think this is a good idea. This looks like it could be bad for cloud and mobile and subscription. You know. Yeah, Stadia. They didn't do so good with Stadia. I don't think Google's so much concerned about cloud or Stadia. I think Google's concerned about mobile. Like, look at at it this way. Sony 
is like the little guy in the room now. Sony's like the little guy in the room. Like Mike, like Google walks in the room is like, we'll take it from here. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take it from here. Yeah, thanks NVIDIA so, so much for joining into the conversation. But like Google is like, no, 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 we, we got this. DMA expressed concerns about cloud and mobile and people laughed at it. Yep. Yep. You guys remember? Do you guys remember? Go back and watch my coverage of this on Reforge Gaming at YouTube. Go back and watch my coverage of this. When we initially covered this, CMA is a joke. No one's going to take them serious. Cloud and mobile. What a joke. No other companies are weighing in. No other companies are complaining. I'm sorry. What are you going to say now? What are you going to say now that Google's involved? What, what, what do you have to say about that? What do you have to say about that? Google and NVIDIA are now in. You can't run with the narrative. You can't run with the narrative that it's just Sony. You can't run with that narrative anymore. You can't run with the narrative like Sony's being hypocritical and this is a joke and the CMA's a joke and the FTC's not going to sue. And the walls are closing in on this deal as far as I can tell. You know what's funny? I'm perfectly fine with, uh, with anyone else but going to try to block it. Sony's outrageous, though, considering how they have so many exclusives. Yeah, but there's a difference between buying companies to get exclusives and buying a publisher. Sony didn't object to the Bethesda acquisition. Sony didn't object to that. Yeah, YouTube's owned by Google. Microsoft is considered the AT&T of the situation. Remember how everyone lost their crap when AT&T tried to buy up everything? Mont Dog, I've been trying to tell them. I've been trying to tell him. I'm like, bro. I'm like, do y'all remember the cell phone industry? You guys remember that? It wasn't good. That's different though. The company's different considering the size of COD. You don't have to consider the size of COD. You consider the size of the mobile division alone under Activision Blizzard. When do the last minute backroom deals happen and the entire thing turns on a dime and goes through? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason I think that's so hard to get off the ground as a theory, Sven, there's too many people involved now. What is Microsoft? Was Microsoft going to slip slip a couple Benjamins, what, to China and to the UK and to the EU and to Google and to NVIDIA and to the FTC? Who, who on earth? You know, think about it. Like, how are they going to make all these people happy? That's why my position on it shifted and changed. Because I kept telling you guys, I was like, nah, I think the deal goes through. Right? I, I think the deal goes through. I, 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 I think it'll eventually go through. I kept saying, it's just going to go slower than Microsoft wants it. And then I read the Bloomberg article, and I was like, ooh, Google, ooh, that's, oh, that's tough. That, that, that's a tough one to overcome. And then I read uh, that, you know, we're going to get this, we're going to get this uh, list of objections from the EU and I'm like I don't know man this this deal looks like it's just been shot in the leg and it's just crawling to its death I don't I don't see it now so only a small company probably can't afford to will be allowed to buy Activision well it, it's okay that's no 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 that's not the conclusion to come to I can see how you got there but that's not the conclusion to come to the argument isn't Microsoft is too big to, 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 to be able to do this. Let's let a smaller company do it. The argument is 
in order to buy a company of this size, you need a ton of money. So it would only be somebody Microsoft size. And it would be bad for the market. If Amazon was trying to do this, I would have the same thought. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. I don't want Microsoft to... I don't want Amazon to suddenly own a portion of the mobile cloud and gaming market like that. Oh my word, no. You're too, they're too big. Now, if Amazon or Microsoft wanted to buy one of the developers, I'd be like, oh, okay. And then I think similarly with the Bethesda acquisition, the questions would be, what are your plans? Are you going to restrict these properties? Are you going to, you know, do foreclosure strategies? No one will ever buy Activision if this deal fails. It'll be individual dev sales. Yeah, it'll be a fire sale, YouTube lurker. I 100% agree. You know they're struggling when you pay for Amazon Prime, but you don't get Amazon Prime anymore? What you talking about? What do you mean? Generally speaking, generally speaking, when you have this level of buyout, I've not been compelled by a single person as to why this would be good for the consumer. Like, that's what I would like you to do right now. If you're super pro this deal, then convince me and everybody else here, why why would this be great for us? Why? Activision Blizzard right now is making the games and distributing the games. Why are that? Why why is it suddenly better for you to it to be under a different parent company? Why is that suddenly better for you? Why? A- Activision Blizzard is distributing their games and making their games right now. Now we could talk about the quality of Call of Duty and what's going on there, but that has nothing to do with the parent company's ownership. Free on Game Pass. Stream COD via cloud? Okay. That's that's not that's not a good enough reason though. So just because you might get it for free on Game Pass, that's a good enough reason for all this property going to one parent company? Now playing it on cloud, that's something that Xbox and Activision Blizzard could broker a deal on right now. They could do that without the acquisition. Because games cost $70 a pop otherwise. Okay. Traditionally, what's happened through acquisition, though, King James, with cell phone and cable company and internet service providers acquisition, did prices go down or did they go up? Look at subscription services. All you guys that are like, oh, Game Pass, more games on Game Pass. That'd be great for me. Look at the pattern with subscription services. Are the prices on subscription services going down or are they going up? So tell me again, why is this deal good for you? Why is this deal good for the consumer to suddenly have all this property under one parent company? who's real big on subscription services and cloud. What's good, Wheezy? More than half their games are already free to play with Battle Pass purchases. Game Pass is their lord and savior? No, it's not. Not according to their financial reports, it's not. No. They've said that they see long-term Xbox Game Pass making up 15% of their uh, gaming division revenue annually. They feel that Game Pass has plateaued on console, but there's room to grow it on PC. I, I, I don't think it's their lord and savior. I think this deal is their lord and savior. Down, I can't remember the last time I paid for a mobile device beyond the monthly bill. Okay. That's not what I asked you. I asked you about cell phone providers. Did their service prices go down after all the acquisitions? And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. 
you do pay for the phone. You pay for it on your bill. Have they not told you how that works the last time you upgraded your phone? They they charge you for the phone on your bill. Now, if you go with like the super cheapy phone, sure, you can get one for free sometimes. But the prices of the services have gone up across the board. Cable television prices up. Service prov- uh, internet service prices up. Cell phone service up. Them, th- th- those companies consolidating did not drive any of the prices down for you. I got a new phone and my bill went up by $25 a month for two years, but that's just random. I didn't pay for the phone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got you got you got to pay attention here. That's not true. The con- the consolidation of those cell phone companies did not do anything good for you. Has so that's the question. Has anybody today just now I asked make a compelling case. Do it. Go for it, man. Compel myself and chat. Why should Activision Blizzard suddenly be under ownership of Microsoft? Why? Why would it be good for you? The games are still coming out right now. They make tons of money. Diablo 4 is on the horizon, and and more Call of Duty updates are on the horizon. Why would all that stuff suddenly being under one parent company, a different parent company, why would that be good for you? Why? What would it do? They still charge 70 for a new game, no matter how many companies Microsoft owns. Better for the employees? No way to know that. Also consider that under Microsoft's policy, uh, any contracted employee can't work beyond 18 months because then they have to pay them benefits. So I don't know if you could argue that Microsoft is a better ecosystem for employees. I I don't think there's a pattern of people being like, oh yeah, being under the Microsoft policy, corporate policy, man, that's better. Woo, that's awesome. I love getting my contracts limited to 18 months and never getting paid benefits. And then after the contract ends, I can't work at that company or on that project for another six months. Oh, by the way, if suddenly Microsoft owns a greater portion of the market, that's actually worse for employees that are contracted because according to Microsoft's policies, after that 18-month contract is up, they can't be under another Microsoft contract for six months, meaning that employee is now far more limited in who they can go work for under a contract because Microsoft would own more of the market. Like, employee employee lateral move freedom would be greatly limited if this goes through so no wouldn't be good for the employees now like salaried employees maybe if microsoft goes through and cleans up all the crap d4 is going to be a crap show oh i think i think diablo 4 is going to be really good personally I don't think you fully know what you're talking about. I've uh, I've gotten pretty good deals from phones, TBH. You're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. The market consolidation of cell phone companies. You're right. I'm wrong. The, the prices of services have gone down and the prices of phones have gone down. You're right. Except all market research will point into the support of what I've said. You finding a deal somewhere is, is, is anecdotal evidence that has nothing to do with market trends and the behavior of these companies. Oh, let's just talk about cable providers. Man, isn't cable so great right now? Whew, it's so much cheaper, and I have so many more channels and so many more options now, except the opposite is true, and cable providers consolidated, and they're more expensive, and you have less options and less channels. 
East Coast Overlord with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Sony had to throw in an additional billion to Bungie just to keep employees from quitting. Yeah, people don't like going through acquisitions. My dad's company's gone through a couple of acquisitions. A couple. I've gotten some great deals on phones. It's a $1,000 phone. I get locked into a two-year contract at two fifty a month. So worth it. Also, I failed math. Market consolidation of cell phone companies means no more subsidized phones, which means no more free phones. You have to pay for the phone monthly and fully. Duh. Yeah, like that. that's exactly right. Yes. Thank you. Like, <laughs> it's more expensive. If you ever wanted to pay extra for what you get in every other Diablo, buy Diablo 4 and a season pass. Well, I'm not, listen, I'm not going to defend Diablo 4 to you. I'm not. Don't buy it. Don't play it then. If 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 you think a, a live service game that they're scoping out to last for 10 years shouldn't have season passes, battle passes, or microtransactions, then I don't know what the frick game you want to play. Go play single player games only, I guess. You got to cite something, Lono? You're just saying stuff. You probably have the same daggum phone plan for the last 10 years. I need to cite something. What do you mean? My cell phone bill is more expensive than it was when I got married. My internet bill is more expensive than when I got married 15 years ago. All of my services went up. I don't even have traditional cable television anymore because the prices kept going up. Why? Because the cable companies kept getting bought up. I had a local cable provider. They were called Insight. They were great. Then they got bought. Then that company got bought. Then that company got bought. And the prices just kept going up. So I canceled the plan. What do you mean? Cite what? You you think I need to cite something like what jot and tittle some market research document somewhere? All of the prices of cell phone plans and cable television and internet have gone up since all the consolidation. What are you talking about? The last time I upgraded my iPhone, I couldn't believe it. I didn't even get a discount. They just billed me on my bill. They just charged me for the phone on my bill. My phone plan went down. Good for you. Anecdotal evidence has nothing to do with market trends. Look at the market. Forget everything I just said about my own life experience. Look at the market. The general trend of internet packages, cable packages, and cell phone packages. The prices went up. These these are facts. What are you talking about? Just because you managed to get some deal or threatened to cancel or something doesn't mean... Are you actually arguing that the consolidation of cell phone companies, internet service providers, and cable companies has driven the prices down? Is that your argument? If that's your argument, then substantiate it with evidence. Do the same thing you're asking of me. Substantiate your position with proof. Is that your argument? If this guy ever had anything, uh, anything positive to say, I'd die of shock. If I ever cared what you thought about my content, I also would die of shock. I only have one major contender for an ISP. My price slowly increases every couple of years due to miscellaneous fees. Consolidation isn't necessarily the reason for price hikes. <sighs> okay, so... When I had multiple internet cable options in my city, okay, 
they had to keep their prices competitive because if not you could go to the competitor this is a general axiom of a free market that you competition breeds innovation competitive pricing increased value transmission for the consumer basic economics of the way that competition is good for us it's why competition is so protected because of how helpful it is like so if you suddenly don't have any other available cable providers in like there's only one in my city now the prices going up are a hundred percent related to the fact that they don't have any competition who are you going to go to where are you where are you going to go like I, I don't understand. Let me get this straight. Are like, are there people in chat right now? You're pro consolidation. You're pro big buyouts. You think that's good? Have you ever witnessed one? Have you ever worked for a company that went through a buyout? My dad's been through three. Have you? Are you like, bro? I am so pro acquisition, man. Yeah, man. Just keep consolidating all these companies, bro. Yeah, just put them all under one parent company. It'll be so good for us. Is, is it that you're you're super pro consolidation? You're super pro acquisition. Never go full chat. I'm against the whole block because Sony is being hypocritical about the whole exclusivity thing. That's not the argument. If you understand the argument, it's not about exclusivity. It's about market restriction and market disruption. Sony and Xbox have historically bought companies and paid for exclusivity. That is not what this is about. It's not. If you think that's what it's about, you have a unidimensional and very juvenile understanding of the situation. Google and NVIDIA and regulatory bodies of entire countries are not getting involved because of exclusivity. That's not what's going on. That's not. If that's your understanding of it, that's a very juvenile, uninformed understanding of what's going on. Google and NVIDIA didn't just jump in and weigh in because of exclusivity. Forget Sony. Like, people that focus on Sony, you're just thinking like a tribalistic console fanboy. You're not thinking like an intellectual. Look at the facts. Look at the documents. Look at the governing bodies that are talking about this. It has nothing to do with Sony and exclusivity. That, that, is, that is quite literally a, a headline mentality. You've read a couple headlines and you think you've got a grasp of the situation. I work for a company where the CEO founder retired and an insurance company bought the company. It was probably terrible. Going through that was probably terrible. I was laid off due to redundancy. Yep, that's the first thing they do is remove redundancy. You think it's going to be better for the employees if Microsoft gets a hold of ABK? Just how much redundancy you think they'll remove in the first year? How many people get laid off in the first year? How many? A $5 tip from East Coast Overlord. Slight pushback. Internet only getting cheaper because uh, speeds need to improve for infrastructure. Cable TV and phones are still going up. I don't, I, I've not, my internet bill has not gotten cheaper ever. Ever. My, I, I kept getting emails about my existing plan price going up. Like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. All Microsoft will have to do is concede to certain things like company structures. I, I wish my internet was getting cheaper. Yeah, where do y'all live? I, <laughs> Listen, 
you can have the personal opinion that you're in support of it you haven't compelled me nobody's compelled me today to be like yeah this is a good thing I'm in support of this you've not compelled me being like I think this is great I'll get more games on game pass that is incredibly unconvincing that's not convincing at all that's like that's like a, a, a very mediocre modicum of motivation like oh yeah I'm gonna get a little bit of a benefit okay but what are you going to do in a couple of years when game pass is more expensive and significant portions of the gaming market are restricted to one ecosystem or restricted to game pass and everybody has to go to them for it is, is that are you going to be happy then i'm not trying to compel you you have your opinion and i have mine yeah but it's more interesting to try to compel somebody to your position is it not like argue for it make an argument It's literally just COD and Candy Crush and World of Warcraft and Diablo and a litany of other titles. (laughs) LOL, it's just COD and Candy Crush. Oh, it's also cloud and and mobile and subscription infrastructure that has both Google and NVIDIA concerned. And if you don't think Amazon and Apple are going to get involved now that mobile and cloud are a part of the conversation, you've got another thing coming. To act like it's just COD and Candy Crush is, again, it's just a unidimensional juvenile understanding of the situation not that's not an educated position like educate yourself on it like do some research elevate your intellect about these subjects read my super chat did i not read your super chat tafari where is it oh my goodness i'm sorry if tafari with a five dollar tip it got shoved out of chat might make sony find and fund a competitor giving consumer more options might be a pipe dream listen Safari, I, I, I don't think she has a pipe dream. I think it's a fantasy world where it becomes like what? Like a buyer's market and like Sony and Microsoft just start buying up and gobbling up all these companies and then that's going to somehow make things better for us. I, I just don't think so. I am fully in support of some of these companies. Like I would be fully in support of Microsoft taking their $70 billion and buying a bunch of devs and investing in those devs. I'd be totally fine with that. But right now, I'm not super confident in Microsoft's ability to do that. I'm not. Like, I'm not seeing good things from their ownership. We got we got 343 in disarray, Halo Infinite in disarray. We're hearing Fables having troubles. We don't know what's going on with Starfield. We don't know what's going on with Redfall. Both those games were delayed. The creative director of Rare's next project left the company. Creative director of Forza 5 left. Uh, the three different creative directors have left 343. Homie, like... Oh my gosh, like I don't have a ton of confidence in Microsoft's ownership of gaming companies right now. I would still much rather they do that. Buy a dev and invest a ton of money in the dev than scooping up Activision Blizzard. Thank you for the $2 tip, Smashville. This affects more than Sony and Microsoft. Guys, we have been on a streak since November with our member goal. We are currently only 2 out of 25. We haven't missed this since mid-November when we started doing this. If we hit 25 members, I have to give 5. So, consider jumping in as a member. It's 5 bucks. Whenever I take a lunch break and hang out with the members, or I stream on a Friday night with my wife, or this Friday I'm streaming with Hilly, uh, or Saturday night we're doing a Star Wars Episode 2 watch party, those are all things you can take advantage of as a member. So consider clicking that button. We don't run ads during the stream. The only way I can live stream like this 
for as long as I do, you got to have a supportive member base. So consider doing that. If you enjoy this content on a regular basis, if you enjoyed over here on the talk, consider pressing that star button. That star button enables you to become a subscriber over here. You get a badge, you get emojis. Thank you, Robert S., for jumping back in as a member. Thank you for renewing your membership. By the way, this down here is new members. Like, member renewals are amazing, but we need new folks jumping in. We need some of y'all out there that listen every day to get committed. If you cannot afford a membership, be here as often as you can. We have very generous people gifting members all the time. The more often you're here, the more likely that you'll get one. And I have 20 bucks for Wendy's. No, I do not have the ability to give you $20 for Wendy's. Sorry. Sorry, son. After Xbox 360, all I've seen from Xbox is having problems with games and delivering games. Poor management over there in just about every way. Hey, the Cisco is going to give us a little bit of a bump. Come on, let's get a little train going here. That's 7 out of the 25. He just gifted 5 members. My man Perfect Shogun got one. Jason Schumacher got one. Gaming for Years got one. Vigil got one. JPE Morgan got one. Oh, Dan's a tastic. Dan's a tastic is a regular gifter over here. Super, super generous. Some of you guys are going for the crown of biggest gifted member. Clamp Cut Tie, King Titan, Resident Recon, Lemon, and Schwartz. Thank you guys for being here. You all got gifted a membership. If you become a new member here, jump in our Discord. You will not miss out on all the members-only content if you're hanging out in the Discord. Internet's not getting cheaper. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know where you are in the world that your cell phone bill's going down and your internet bill's going down. I just, listen, I'm be honest. I'm be honest. I think people just say stuff. Right? Dan Zatasic says, I'm alright, there are others who have no end to their wallets. That's true, but Dan Zatasic, every month you've been very faithful with gifted members, and I appreciate it. Like, I do, I, I think people just say stuff. I think people just want to maintain the position, so they just say, they just say stuff. Like, oh yeah, my internet's going down. No, it's, no it's not. My cell phone bill's going down. Really? Your cell phone and internet provider, they emailed you and told you your bill's going down. Who, what company is that? I don't know if I've ever seen that before. I just got a letter in the mail last month about internet increases. That's what I'm saying. It's, that, that everybody, you just, we're, we're all getting the emails. Your Disney Plus is going up. Your your Netflix is going up. Your internet's going up. Your cell phone's going up. <laughs> what do you would? Who do you have? <laughs> Screenshots or it didn't happen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> PS5 is 10 million units ahead of the Xbox Series, despite being more expensive and less available. Not to mention the Xbox has a $300 console. Well. I never liked doing that comparison game, Alex Gaming, because Sony has such a foothold in the Asian market. It's just such a... It, I just don't think it's the, a, a very fair comparison. You are right. You are right. But I don't I don't like comparing that. I, like, I think Microsoft is actually started to turn the ship a little bit. I do. If you if you watch my reaction to the to the console sales of the last 10 years, like Microsoft's done a done a better job recently. They have. I think they've won more market confidence. East Coast Overlord with a $10 tip. It's not that the bill's getting cheaper. You're getting more speed for the same price than you did 10 years ago. By technicalities, that's more for less. Google pushed here a lot of fiber. That's not universally true, though, East Coast Overlord, because they were building out fiber in my city, and they stopped doing it. Because 
the only way to get people to convert to the fiber was to give them a bunch of sign-on bonuses and make it really, really dirt cheap. And then once all those bonuses fell off, it was so expensive, people started canceling. It was more expensive to upgrade to the new tech and to the new infrastructure and to the faster speeds. So, yes, you're probably right. In some markets, you're getting a li- you're getting more speed for the same price. Because I think they came through and they figured out how to do things with dual band through the copper wires so they could increase your speeds without actually increasing anything other than using both bands. But a membership lasts for a whole month. Five bucks for the whole month. My man Troll Troll was seven months and it's a member plus. Let's be real, Lono. The people saying their cell phone or internet bills getting cheaper aren't the ones actually paying those bills. <laughs> Stop. Including the lesser spec, half price version uh, in sales comparison is disingenuous. Yeah, I don't know if that's, again, I just don't know if that's indicative of the market as a whole. If you guys are just tuning in, we've been streaming for almost two hours talking about the Xbox Activision deal. I think it's getting blocked. My position on this has changed. I do not think this thing's going through. Uh, I, I think that the more and more of these companies that weigh in on this, the less likely it is that the deal goes through. Uh, the more I look at it, we, 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 there's, there's too many uh, barriers and barricades at this point. Um, and that's that's been my contention this morning. I actually, orig- in a most recent stream, said I was against the deal. And uh, one of the reasons I was against the deal is mainly because it didn't look like it would be good for the market. It didn't look like it would be good for uh, the consolidation of games and the consolidation of platform. So... That's been my contention this morning. It's been lively. It's been spicy. It's been fun. We're going to keep discussing it and keep having a great morning. We have almost 400 likes on YouTube, almost 8,000 likes over here on the Tiki Talk. We've had very consistent viewership over here on um, on the Tiki Talky platform, and we appreciate that. We really, really do. I, we, we've, had, we've had 30 and 40 people both yesterday and today, and that's awesome. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. I hope you decide to support it if you can. Uh, if you can only watch and you can only listen, we appreciate that as well. I know times are tough in some places, so watch as often as you can. Click all the buttons as much as you can. That does help more people find me, and we greatly appreciate it. This is a safer-work broadcast, so a lot of people treat me like a podcast or a radio show. And the discussion today has been about the Activision, the Xbox Activision deal. Uh, if you're looking at the Xbox Activision Blizzard deal and thinking that, like, yeah, it's good. No, it's not. There's been developments this week. Google uh, and NVIDIA have voiced their concerns, and now the EU is getting ready to push out their objections to it, and we'll see if those get um, a response of any kind. How many uh, remotes do you need? Oh, my! these remotes... Okay, so this this one is for the LEDs behind me, the blue the, the blue light uh, on the wall, and then this one's for the rope light on the ground. The rope light's a very different kind of LED, so it's got its own thing. And this here was gifted to me by Siege Siege Master. We're going to be using this on our Lego channel in anticipation of Hogwarts Legacy coming out. We're very excited about it. Just wait. Later this year, all PS5s will be four hundred. I'm fine uh, with it getting blocked now, says Black Sausage. I'd like Microsoft to focus on what they have in the pipeline game-wise, though I was excited about the deal at first. I feel it's become a massive distraction. I'm kind of of a similar opinion, right? I have your back on this platform. Been smashing likes all morning. Thank you, Goddess Omega. I greatly appreciate that. I Like, what if they would have just taken all this money and bought a bunch of devs and helped the devs grow, right? And help them get a ton more. Um... Quentin Flynn responding to perhaps the Metal Gear Rising 2 along with Metal Gear Showcase? Really? 
Myrtle Turtle says, my internet was going up, then AT&T moved into my area. So my current provider is adjusting prices with technically uh, would be cheaper for me now. Uh-oh. The deal will pass in June. So you think the FTC's lawsuit that's gearing up to go live in August, that they're going to get the deal to close before that even happens? China hasn't even weighed in yet. China refused to look at a simplified proposal. They were wanting to, Microsoft was wanting a simplified proposal to go through with China, and they said no. They want to take an actual look at it. And buddy, if they hear Google taking an issue with mobile and cloud, what do you think China's going to have to say about that? I don't think they're going to want a Western, American-owned company suddenly having a big old foothold in mobile and cloud. Don't think so. Less likely to funnel instant cash to them, so they want, uh, so they don't want devs to grow. Yeah, the devs, uh, the de- like, ironically enough, the devs probably wouldn't grow if the acquisition goes through. A lot of the devs would shrink. I bet you a lot of, the- I bet you some of the smaller devs would get shut down because they would instantly want to shut down production costs that aren't as uh, lucrative. If they even spent $35 billion on Halo, Starfield, and a few other titles, they'd be sitting very differently right now. They're worried about the wrong things, says Creature. You can't close on publicly traded companies without government approval. I know, the people that keep saying that, like, the government can't block it, the regulators can't block it, that's that's not true. Microsoft said they're closing with or without the FTC. <laughs> find me the headline Eugene can you find me the headline where Microsoft had to walk back their claims that the FTC was being unconstitutional they basically had to apologize let's let's run with that (laughs) Microsoft said the deal's going through with or without the FTC and the FTC's like say what now really you operate in America you uh (laughs) Okay. Oh, did we have a blip or something? There's no way we had that many new people in here. There's no way. 70-something new viewers. If you su- if we suddenly got put on a rotator somewhere and you just clicked on this stream, say good morning, say hello, uh, tell me where you just clicked. Yeah, blip. Okay, I thought so. I thought so. I was like, there is no way we jumped up to 570 viewers from 510. I was like, uh-uh. It's everybody refreshing. Small blip on mobile. Help, help cushion us against the blips, guys. Smash the like button, get us to 400 likes, maybe give some members. Blips blips actually really hurt us because YouTube thinks in a second they're going to be like, oh, wow, a bunch of people just left that stream as soon as they got in. So do what you can. If you're getting stuttering audio, just uh, just reset. That was not on my end. That was on, um, was on YouTube's end. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Um... FTC bids to block Microsoft Activision buyout trundles on two weeks ago. No substantive settlement talks between FTC and Microsoft. Uh, where's the headline where they had to apologize for what they said about the FTC being unconstitutional? Where's that one? That's the one I want. Uh, Microsoft FTC unconstitutional. Where is that one? <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. Eurogamer.net. Here we go. Here we go. This is the one. This is the one. Microsoft admits unconstitutional FTC lawsuit claim was a mistake. We should have dropped those these defenses before we filed. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they're going to close with or without the FTC. Oh, yeah, let's find that one. Microsoft closing with or without the FTC. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Let's see. I can't find that one. I can't find that one. Where is that reported? What's good, Robert? How are you? Somebody came in a little earlier. I don't know if you're still here. Somebody said, glad to see you doing well after all the BS. I hope you're still here. I know a lot of people are finding me anew and finding me fresh over on the the Tiki Talk. And, you know, you're finding me here on YouTube. Man, jump back in. Get back involved. We got a great community here. You know, get back involved with what we do here. Only reported in his head. Yeah, I can't find a single thing. Yeah, here, you know. In December, Microsoft claimed the FTC's lawsuit against its Activision Blizzard buyout was unconstitutional and specifically violated the Fifth Amendment. However, the company has now gone back on this argument, admitting it should have dropped these defenses before we filed. The FTC is an important has an important mission to protect competition in consumers, and we quickly updated our response to omit language suggesting otherwise based on the Constitution. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's funny. We initially put all potential arguments on the table internally and should have dropped these defenses before we filed. Reforge, you're getting Sony fans uh, hopes up? What do you mean? What what does Sony fans have to do with what we're talking about? What do you mean? You said that Microsoft said the deal's going through with or without the FTC. What are you talking about? Microsoft had to walk back their statements that it was unconstitutional. <laughs> yeah, we we shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Sony fans are praying the deal is blocked. Okay, let me let me clue you into something. This might be your last day here because you you I think you're you are one of a group that came in here with names like that. I think you intentionally chose certain names because. I think you're old school hate watchers. I do. I think some of y'all found me and you're in here trying to cause disruption and all you've done is spur on conversation, which is better for my metrics and my channel. But if I, this might be your last day here because I, 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 I have a spidey sense about a handful of you guys that started suddenly hanging out in here. Let me explain something to you. There are people that can be against this deal and it has nothing to do with Sony, Right? There could be people right now that are really big into like mobile gaming and cloud and they're like, I think this sounds like a bad idea, right? You're new to YouTube? Okay. (laughs) You know, there could be plenty of people that take that line of thinking that like, look, man, I, I don't, I don't have a dog in this fight. You know, you're new, you're new to YouTube. You created your account in May of 2021. Sure. Sure, you're new to YouTube, but two years ago. So you don't have to like this. This could literally be based purely on just market analysis. What if you work in the mobile industry and you see this disruption as hurting your company, as as hurting your financials? What if you work for one of the peripherals that creates like? Call of Duty thumbsticks. Like, you could look at this and be like, I don't know, man. This could be really bad for us. Right? I don't, oh, man, I don't know. You don't have to be a Sony fan to, to, to find this deal to be, to be bad. Right? 
Let's get a couple more likes. We have almost 400 likes. Let's have a bit of a bounce back. We're, our viewership's bouncing back after that blip. He tried the new to YouTube thing. Yeah, less than two years. How long does it typically take you to not be new to something? Like, if I've been going to a restaurant for two years and I get confused on where the bathrooms are and I'm like, yeah, sorry, man. I, I'm, I'm pretty new to this restaurant. I think people would have a right to look at me with like a little bit of a raised eyebrow. Like, you've been coming here for two years. What are you talking about? The deal is bad because it'll lead to less competition, which will mean less choice for consumers, says Silent But Cuddly. I love that name. I don't care about COD. I want Xbox to have developer talent. So, developer talent. Bethesda's not enough. Rare's not enough. 343's not enough. Ninja Theory's not enough. I don't understand how many more like what what how many more do they need? Uh play what's who's who's the Forza guy? Uh the Forza guys, Playground Games? Are they not what, how many how many more studios do they need? Nope, not enough. Okay. Okay. What's the what's the studio ownership count to right now? Xbox versus Sony. Who has more studios? Would be the question. How close how close is the yeah the coalition they're behind gears they have 23 studios yeah that'd be my question like comparatively how many studios does microsoft currently own you playing a quantity game yeah they got mojang yeah minecraft they got the mojang guys i don't know i mean i what what's the, what's the what's the breakdown between xbox versus sony with respect to uh studio ownership Microsoft owns more than Sony. As far as I could tell, I'm pretty sure Microsoft owns more studios than Sony. They need at least another 23 more. <laughs> so basically you're saying that every studio Xbox has isn't good enough. Yeah, there's a pattern emerging here. 35 studios would be ideal. Why? Where'd you get that number? Where did you pull that number from? Why would that make a difference? What's wrong with the studios they have now? What's wrong? How big is a studio? 21 studios with one person in each studio is smaller than one studio with 100 people. I'm pretty sure a lot of these studios are pretty big. Like Playground Games is pretty big. Rare's pretty big. Bethesda's pretty big. I, Ninja Theory's decent size. Like These aren't like teeny tiny studios. I want at least four to six AAA games every year. Okay, now that's a number that I think is fair. I think that's a fair number. Yeah. Four to six. Let's just say four. Let's just say four exclusives a year. Four first party exclusives a year. You can have one big AAA title every quarter of the year, right? You don't think they have enough studios right now to do that? They don't they don't have enough studios to, to crank out one big AAA game a quarter? I, I'm, I'm genuinely asking like I if if the current count's not enough I are those games even worth playing that's our problem with Xbox they should be doing that now right like th- th- this is the problem okay this is the problem imagine that you had an employee that was like listen man listen listen 
I know I'm only working three days. Imagine you have an employee that wants to go from part-time to for, to full-time. And you're like, listen, bro, you come in three days a week and you're not productive. You don't get that much done. And he was like, but, but, if I suddenly was coming in twice as much, I'd be more productive. Like, what? So currently, with the hours that you have now, you're not being productive and I'm losing money on you as an employee. So I'm supposed to give you more hours. So Microsoft currently, with how many studios they own, they are not hitting a good cadence of games. Even the games that are coming out aren't hitting good quality. And we're supposed to give them more studios, and that will fix the problem. I don't understand. A better analogy would be, you have an owner, you have a restaurant owner who currently has a certain number of employees and they're all not doing a great job. And he's like, well, if I doubled my staff size, we'd be more productive. Wait, what? What do you, huh? You, you, you already have an ample staff. What's wrong with the staff now? You have an adequate number of staff to run the restaurant. Oh, I need, I need to double my staff. New IPs take longer. Can't keep the games coming in rotation without enough studios. Okay, so... I want you to imagine, on average, games run on a five-year dev cycle. I think that's fine. I think that's fair. I don't think that's asking too much, you know, five to six years. And when you have close to 24 studios, isn't that enough to, in this year, a, a bunch of, you know, four games come out, and then next year, four games come out, and then next year, right? You know what I mean? sound pop in and out if my sounds acting up just refresh leave and come back it, it like whenever those blips happen sometimes you have to like come into the stream a, a brand new to fix it you, to be honest i think the solution is just to consolidate everything under nintendo if we have nintendo own everything we could get a new game every month problem solved <laughs> you're being trolled read the last name He's been here all morning discussing with me. He's not trolling me about my sound. Oh, you're talking about the hairy guy. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know if he's I I think I think he's one of the the the, the couple of people that we've had to bounce recently. I I have I have a sneaking suspicion that some very bored trolls from the Destiny days have found me again. They're the guys that probably used to mess with the Q&A form. And they come in here and they've been trying to disrupt our conversations. Jesse with the $5 tip. It seems like Microsoft is trying to go that route. Just hope they at least have a game per quarter. Thank you for the $5 tip through Super Chat. We need 13 more members and I have to give five. We haven't missed this goal since November. Help us out. Even if you only gift one member or even if you do the member yourself. We could, we could chisel away at this very easily. There's like 500-something people here. Gotta be 13 folks that are like, hey, I dig this show. And five bucks for the whole month? Emotes, a badge, a Discord, and members-only content? I can do that. There's got to be. I believe it. I know YouTube viewers are weird about that. They're like, why would I pay money? But, man, if you like live streams, that's what keeps them going. You're not watching ads when you're here. Like, that's not a thing. And there's a reason for that. I don't run them. As someone who deals in workforce management IRL, individual's performance is key. Uh, Simply adding more people won't fix the problems. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's not going to be Microsoft's gig. Xbox Game Pass saw to that. Day one exclusives and insane buyout deals. 
Well, here's one of the things I think you're going to see happen, right? There we go. That's what I want to see, man. That's what I want to see. Darth Biscuit jumping in. We can't live off the generosity of the gifters, man. We got to have folks jump in. Get committed. Push that dollar sign button at the bottom of chat. Click that join button. Brand new member from Darth Biscuit. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Get in that Discord. If Microsoft gets to 35 devs, they can confidently put 11 devs on Halo and still be able to roll out four AAA games per year. <laughs> Sony has 20 studios. Okay, so Sony has 20. Yo, my man Abe says, I'll step up. I'll step up. That's awesome, Abe. Thank you. Abe takes us to 18 on the day. 18 members on the day. Busta Hip Hop. Muda, Muda, Muda. Ghostface says work and lurk. Oh, Ghostface got his own membership. Samurai Leafs fan. The end is near. And Vetus. You guys all got gifted members. My man Dodevas is jumping back in. That's a 13-month milestone. Yeah, right now, let me just show you this image. Let me show you this image. Okay. The question you have to ask yourself is, right? Oops. What did I just do? What did I just do? I drug this over. That was weird. Alright, let me let me let me let me zoom in on this. Yo, Dodevas! Yo, yo, yo. If I spent money on a streamer, I'd get my butt beat. Just work and lurk for me. Nefits, just be here as often as you can. Dodevas is gonna give us five. Alex Gaming got one. My man Night Train, the Turk, uh, Captain Spaulding, and Bellix. Always love to see our girl Bellix here. And that's going to be five more, taking us to 23. A brand new one from Grady. You love to see it. Grady's going to put us on the doorstep, 24 out of 25. And then Craig is going to blast us past the goal and take us to 29 members on the day. I really want to say a special thank you to Darth Biscuit and Grady for doing their own. We love to see it. And I really want to say thank you to the super awesome, generous gifters. Craig pushing us over the goal today. Ghost, Primordial, Fen Solo, Rising Alex, and After Forever. We greatly appreciate that very, very much. Thank you. And then over on the talk, we're trying to get 10. We need 10 people to click that star. We only need two more. If you want to click that button, help us hit our goal over there. And now I have to gift five. Every time we hit 25 members over here, I gift five as a way to pay it forward and say thank you. So a bunch more people are about to get some memberships. Thank you so much for being here. <clears throat> and there they go. Make sure if you get a membership to cash in on the benefits, man. Get in our Discord. Mont Dog was was uh, one of the newer people here today engaging. I've not seen you here that that much before, but you engaged enough that the the the. The, the gods have determined you deserve a membership. Johnny Olivo, Pooger, Cloud Giant, and Toledo also all got memberships. King James says, I know you hate the trolling, but you know we come here for rants as usual, right? We don't mean you any harm. It's just entertaining. Yo, King James, I didn't feel like you were trolling me. I, I misunderstood what somebody said. Somebody thought that the hairy guy was trolling me. His last name is Ballsack. So everybody was assuming that he was trolling me. They, I misunderstood. I thought they were referring to you, King James. And I was like, I defended you. I was like, King James isn't trolling me. He's been here all morning having a discussion, right? I guess, but how is that our problem? Get it done already, I say. What's Harry saying now? 
Microsoft gave up on games last gen. They're having it to turn around. All right, all right, all right. Let me pose a question to Mr. Mr. Harry, right? Right? Can't wait to see you cry when it happens. Oh, when the deal goes through, you think I'm going to cry? Okay. Well, not everybody has your emotional instability. That's, that's not something that would cause me to cry. So, you know, I, I know maybe you struggle with that. Maybe you also wet yourself at night. But that's not something that I, I, I struggle with. I'll be, I'll be okay if the deal goes through. Um, it'll be really interesting to watch the deal go through and then to see Microsoft increase their, uh, their, their, their count of studios. And then when they crank out more mediocre games, I guess we'll have to figure out a new excuse for them. Steven Marsden gifting a membership. Let me go back to the scene and add to the count. He rounds us out nicely to 30. If this number hits 50, I have to do it again. Every 25, I have to do it, right? I've not seen Harry Troll. I'm having good conversations with him. All right, well, YouTube Lurker's taken up for you. He's vouching for you, Harry. Lurker, we just had some people being a little... I don't know what it was. We, we, I got rid of two guys yesterday that I felt like something's off here. Something's off. I don't know what these guys are doing, but it it, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. I, I told Harry, I said, I this might be your last day here. I'm getting a weird feeling, but all right. Look at the number of studios they have right now. They have 343, World's Edge, The Coalition, Compulsion Games, Double Fine. Uh, they have their own studios uh, for publishing. The Initiative, In Exile, Mojang, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, Playground Games, Rare, Turn 10, Undead Labs, Arcane, Machine Games, Zenimax, Bethesda, Id, ID Software, the guys who make Doom, Tango Gameworks, and Alpha Dog and Roundhouse Studios. Okay? Like, what? They need more than this. So, what's going to change when they get more than this? Why can't they crank out stuff now? Why can't they crank out a regular cadence and rhythm of games right now? That's a lot of studios. What if instead of trying to buy Activision Blizzard, you took some of that money and some of that scratch and you you helped all these studios grow? You know? What if instead of trying to buy Activision Blizzard, you were okay with paying the benefits of people beyond an 18-month contract? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, high on life was good. It was. Now, was that... Is that a... But is high on life's not first party, is it? Wasn't that like a timed exclusive? Is 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 high on life from, from an owned... Is that an owned property of Xbox? I thought that was like a timed exclusive. That's like a third party game they paid for. Yeah, that's not first party. So even if you, even if you give them high on life, high on life's not even theirs. It's not even, it's not even their title. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 what do you want me to say? Another $5 tip through YouTube Super Chat from Jesse. The problem is Microsoft isn't leading their studios and just letting them do whatever. They need better management system. I will admit that one of the things that gives me confidence about Microsoft going forward. Okay. This, this is, this is some confidence that I have. I, I have this confidence. Um, they, they are seemingly more involved with Starfield and Bethesda. And that gives me a little bit more confidence that we're not going to have another Halo Infinite situation, right? Like, I don't want another Halo Infinite situation because 
that was a severe problem. It seemed like they were way too hands-off. It seemed like the, the, the 343 team, it seemed like the 343 team basically blew a bunch of smoke and misled Microsoft and made, this, and made the game feel like it was in a better place than it was, right? So if Microsoft's going to be more involved, that does give me more confidence. It seems like they're more involved with, uh, it seems like they're more involved with, uh, with Starfield and Redfall. It does. And I hope that's the case. I do. I do. Like, it, I, I, they, they have games that I'm like, dude, I want these games to be awesome. Oh my gosh. I want Starfield to, to win awards. That would be good for all of us. Starfield looks like it could be a very promising game. Are you saying their involvement is better because of the technical contributions? Or are you saying Microsoft is affecting story and gameplay too? I would actually say for technical contributions, Paris, at the very least, helping with optimization. Like the 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 quote was, they have Xbox engineers helping, and I think that's probably with optimization. I would want Microsoft to be more involved for just quality checks. Like, what are y'all doing over there? Like, three four three was in such disarray. They had to bring in Joseph Staten to basically get a minimum viable product out the door. Like, you can't keep you can't have emergencies like that under your watch. So either either three four three was being misleading. I, I think it was a bit of both. I think it was a symbiotic, just like bad relationship. Because if half the staff was on 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 these eighteen month contracts, that's a terrible situation for development. It would be awesome if they focus on game quality over cash grabs. I don't see a lot of cash grabs from Microsoft. What do you mean? What first party titles from Microsoft are working on cash grabs? I mean, maybe you're talking about Halo's like microtransaction store. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft not having crunch. I mean, 343 had crunch. Not getting blocked. They can complain as much as they want, but at the end of the day, it's a fair deal. Well, the UK, the EU, the FTC, Google, and NVIDIA all think otherwise, so your conclusion's not really based on any of the market analysis from experts. See if these cash grabs, duh. Yeah, what's see what are cash grabs to see if these Like that's a that's a genuine concern. Like if Bethesda like if Bethesda have to come if they have to come under the 18 month contractual rule and policy that 343 had to honor, that's a problem, isn't it? That's a problem, is it not? Isn't the dude who made that game going to jail? Well, I mean, I don't think he made the game. He was he's the creator and he was like one of the overseers. I don't know if he was like I guess he was probably one of the main guys behind it, yes. I guess we all have to not play it now. <laughs> the 18 month rule is ridiculous I'm serious I, 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 that's, a, that's a huge reason to be worried it's like how, how could you possibly get any creative processes up and running you think like it wouldn't surprise me at all if in a couple of years all these creative directors that are leaving start speaking out and they're like yeah well listen I, you know Microsoft's policy on contracts made it impossible to get any creative traction. You can't corporatify game creation. You can't. If you corporatify it, it it's it it doesn't work. We constantly lose creative traction constantly. PlayStation's going to continue what they're doing in terms of first party whether this deal goes through or not. 
All Microsoft games are two to six years in development. Only Minecraft, Redfall, and Starfield are ready to come out of the oven. Man, Harry, I really hope that you're right because that means more great games for me to play on my Series X. It would be amazing if like next year 2024 hits and another cascade of really great games comes out for Microsoft. And then 2025, same thing. Like, I hope you're right. I hope there's so much stuff getting cooked up right now. We do know, you know, Hellblade 2 looks promising. Fable sounds worrying. Outside of that, we don't know much else other than, well, the next Gears game, the next Gears game. So, sure, I'm, I'm down, man. Id Software, ID Software, the guys who made Doom, right? Bring it, dude. Freaking bring it. Like, please have an amazing cascade and cadence of amazing games. I'm here for it, bro. Sad thing is, like what Eugene is saying, these companies were working on games before they were bought. So if you look at Hellblade 2, if you look at Starfield and Redfall, these games were all in all in development before they were purchased. So that's the concern is, like, when are you going to start to see games from direct ownership and leadership and the only thing we have to go on is Halo Infinite and Forza and all we know about Forza is it's beautiful it's great it was successful and then the creative director and a bunch of people just left I I hope that's not a pattern I hope that's not a concern it's better for me as a YouTuber it's better for gamers if Microsoft starts banging on all cylinders and creates great games I'm, I'm here for that right now they have plenty of opportunities to do that these are all their studios sitting here making two RPGs currently and a sitting in my opinion rarely miss but that's subjective man I'm telling you there's a lot of big names up here on this board there is like the next couple of years could be very good for Microsoft I I 100% hope that is the reality. Contractors that are limited to 18 months, not their employees or Bethesda's employees, contractors or temp workers. Solemn, 343, according to people that work there, about 50% of their employees were on contracts. So it's subjective to the developer, is it not? How many of these companies right now are having to use contracted workers? Think about the economic realities we're coming out of. How many of these companies right now that are working on projects, how many of you how many of them do you think that are leaning on contractual workers? How many? Oh, and and keep in mind, how do we know that Microsoft's not incentivizing them to use more contractual workers cuz it's cheaper? Corporate policy, man. Great way to save money. We don't know. That's that's my point. It could be economic realities at play right now. You got all these studios under their ownership having to abide by that rule. And look what it did to 343. Maybe creative directors are leaving for a reason. Maybe maybe they went through three creative directors at, at, at 343. The creative director for Everwild. That's rare, by the way. Rare. Sea of Thieves. Rare. Rare. Their creative director for Everwild just left. Forza 5's creative director just left. There's rumors that the Fable creative director has left. The initiative creative director has, is rumored to have left. And then, what was the other one? There was one more. There was one more creative director that was rumored to have left. These are Some of those are unconfirmed. A lot of those are confirmed. About half of the creative directors I just rattled off confirmed to have left. Uh, yeah, it might have been turn 10. Maybe turn 10. Was it their creative director that just recently left? 
What are the odds that Microsoft is using the stuff in the pipe to establish baselines and stress test new dev tech they're working on? Streamlined and unified Xbox PC workflows could be monumental. Well, Paris, I was saying it'd be amazing to get all their all their studios on on uh, Unreal. It'd be you'd, you'd have a much bigger talent pool to pull from globally, and then your eighteen contract pol- your eighteen month contractual policy would be less painful. There's tons of games that I would not have touched if it wasn't for Game Pass. Yeah, and that's great. That's a great value to the consumer. There's there, there's there's good things to be said about that. Good things to be said about that. Like you get exposed to a lot of games. Those companies make you know uh, a bundle. They they get a big fat check from Microsoft. They get a ton more people to check out their game. But I, it 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 stands to reason. It stands to reason that. Some of these things might have to change in order for Microsoft-owned developers to flourish. Some of these things might have to change. At the end of the day, even if the deal goes through, let's say the deal goes through. I'm not going to lose my mind, but I'm going to have concerns. I'm going to have concerns. I'm going to be like, wait a minute. Uh, what? What? Like, okay, so are you going to force everybody to do the, the the contractual obligation thing that you force some of these other guys? I, what, what, what's going on here? I agree that the UE would be best course for the at the moment, but in oh Unreal Engine. But I'm thinking more along the lines of Xbox Cloud and Azure development. Azure, right? Isn't that how you say that? I always say that one wrong. Deployment of their code writing and infrastructure deployments. Yo, Jesse with a $20 tip through Super Chat. But if they're all contracted, wouldn't that mean once they have the majority of the direction done, they could leave and don't need to stay for the full duration of making games? Genuinely curious. Thank you for the $20 tip, Jesse. I've had at least two or three different people who have worked in game dev talk to me about this, and they have said quite undeniably that no, losing people at that interval is destructive. It's not helpful. Especially, this is one of the main problems with Xbox having this property, I mean, having this policy in place. When you come to work for Bethesda, you need to be trained on the creation engine. If you go work at 343, you need to be trained on the Slipspace engine. When you come to work for Playground Games to work on Fable, you need to be trained on the Forza Tech engine. Uh, and so forth. So, in-house engines require training so those people come in get trained get up to speed get plugged in get integrated and then they're walking out the door 18 months later and then you lose all that knowledge you lose all that expertise all that synergy and then a new new batch of people have to come in they would never have enough work to keep that many full-time employees anyway so just paying people to be full employees wouldn't work nor is it likely to be a good idea financially right using contractual workers isn't the problem plenty of developers use contractual workers the problem is when you have the contractual policy with in-house engines that's the problem it's also a contractual policy that limits how long somebody can work at the company like right now let's just say insomniac games building spider-man 2 let's say 20 percent of their staff is on a contract but if they're allowed to stay for the duration of the project, that's fine. If they have to leave on a, on a timer, that's bad. You don't become a multi-trillion dollar company by being morale or m- morale or generous. You mean moral? 
I'm not making it a moral thing. It's an efficacy thing. It's a pragmatic thing. Not even just training time, says Paris, but project vision and workflows as well. Not knowing what decisions were made and why it could result in running on a treadmill. That's right. I've said it's like a tire slipping in mud situation. The more you spin the tires, the car starts to go back. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a moral issue. Yeah, you you, you could take a completely pragmatic approach to this discussion. Maybe 70% of the knowledge gets passed to the next person and it takes five months to ramp up. Exactly right. Exactly right. You need contractors. You need contractors for longer than 18 months. You need contractors to be able to immediately start a new contract when the old one ends. Yeah, that's the other problem is that if they had them on these 18-month contracts and they just had to renew and sign a new contract, that way they never got any benefits, right? But at the very least, you could just keep them on. That's the other problem is like once that contract ends, they can't sign another contract for six months. Now, does that apply to every single Microsoft company? So so let's just say you're working at 343, your contract ends, and then you're pretty good with the Unreal Engine and you want to go work at Ninja Theory or the Coalition. Are you able to? I don't know. What's the policy? Does Microsoft allow for that? Because if they suddenly own a bunch more property and a bunch more companies in the industry, that could be really, really bad. Hey, another order of coffee, a bag of light roast, going to, I don't want to say your name, because you didn't put a username. So whoever just ordered the light roast, uh, your name starts with M. Uh, Thank you so much. I don't like saying people's real, like, first names, because sometimes they don't use their real first name uh, on YouTube. Companies need to use less contractors, uh, use contractors less, especially if they are working on something that's already done in-house. We don't know the economic realities of why they use contractors, Robert. So saying, creating an imperative, oh, they ought to use, they need to use less. I I, I don't create imperatives like that. I'm talking about functional operations. Like, how can you function efficiently if you're doing this? What about engine usage? What, maybe Microsoft should eat the cost uh, and not use proprietary engines. It's hard, Raven, because you don't want to have Bethesda suddenly not on creation. You don't want to have uh, Playground Games suddenly not using um, the, the Forza Tech engine. You know what I'm saying? If they're super familiar with the engines and they're being productive <coughs> with those engines, you don't. It, it, would, it might be counterproductive to suddenly take them off those engines. They consider doing that with Halo, according to rumors. I'll create the imperative. Yeah, but imperatives can't land and get traction if economic realities say no, that would cause undue harm to the project. You ought, you ought not to use so many contractors. Okay, that's great. If we did that, the project would die and so would the company. Like you see what I'm saying? You cannot you cannot exit one Microsoft sub to another. Uh, it's still covered on the 18-month rule. The only way you can do it is if you're part of a managed service that ignores the 18-month rule altogether. Yeah, I mean, if that's true, according to one somebody chatting over here on TikTok, that's worrisome, man. That's worrisome. Read my last for the contractor issue. The 18-month limit and off six is how they get away with no benefits. If they sign another 18th uh, for full-time, the six-month resets. Oh, the six-month offsets it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't... People use contractors to meet certain time criteria. If they had unlimited time to make a game, they wouldn't need them, which clearly isn't the case. Many industries use contractors the same way. Yeah. You think they go after something else if the deal gets blocked? If the deal gets blocked, I think they'll try to buy King. 
at the very least if the if the I think the Xbox Activision deal is going to get blocked I do I don't think it's going through I've changed my position on this I originally thought no 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 this is going to go through eventually if the Xbox Activision deal gets blocked I think they go primarily after King Mobile and then if may and maybe they'll try and snag um, the Call of Duty devs and they would ignore everything else they would ignore whoever's working on World of Warcraft or Diablo. That's their internal issues. You can have indefinite term contractors. It's all about how you use them. Yeah, I just, I continue to think that that's a problem long term for Microsoft. Any Microsoft owned property coming under that, I just, I continue to think that that that's that's a pro, it's a problem. I think it is. You know, I I I look at it and I'm like, my gosh, any any company that has to come underneath of this that wasn't previously used to this is going to be like, bro. We we th- this isn't gonna work, right? This is, how are we gonna how are we gonna do this, right? How are we gonna do this? King is apparently what they really want. I could see them buying just Treyarch. Yeah, yeah. If this deal doesn't go through, I see Activision getting sliced up and bought by the highest bidders, which is potentially why Google and Microsoft, I'm sorry, Google and Nvidia, and I, I think Apple and Amazon are going to weigh in too. I think they're all getting involved because they want a piece of the deal. They're like, well, we want a piece. We don't want Microsoft to get all this. We want a piece of it. You know, and I think it makes sense. I think it makes perfectly good sense. To be like, yeah, we, we we don't want all that owned under them. We want a piece of it. What's for lunch? I have no idea. I haven't went and looked. Okay, this has been a phenomenal stream and discussion. I hope you guys have enjoyed the debate, the disagreement, the back and forth. Plenty of likes, plenty of members, plenty of coffee orders, a bunch of new followers. We have almost 10,000 likes over here on the Tiki Talk. I don't know if we can get 500 likes on this video. It would be amazing if we do, but I have something more for you. I have something pretty controversial. I have a video that I'm going to premiere and you guys can all hang out and chat in this premiere and then members get to hang out with me after the fact. Okay? I'm going to premiere this video and then me and the members are going to hang out after the premiere. Okay? The day before is apparently going to release raw gameplay very soon. And I'm throwing down the gauntlet and saying prove me wrong. Prove everybody wrong that thinks your game is fake. That video is about to go live. Okay? I'm going to put a link in chat. I want you guys to click on this link. If you don't click on the link, I can redirect you to it. It'll take you over. If you're over here on watching on the Tiki Talk, you got to come over to Reforge Gaming on YouTube. I can't show you this video. It's an upload. Okay? So, they have answered the call, and I'm throwing down the gauntlet. So, I would love for you guys to support this video, watch it, hang out during the premiere. If you want to keep hanging out with me today, you need to be a member on YouTube. Come over to Reforge Gaming, hit that join button. It's five bucks. You can hang out in the Discord, right? You can hang out with me after this day before video, right? You are my boss streamer. What game? It's called The Day Before, the most wishlisted game on Steam right now. So please click that link in chat. I will push that premiere live as soon as you guys all get over there. I'll hang out with you in that chat. Then that video will redirect you to the members only stream, okay? So we're going on a little we're going on a little journey. 
We're going to go watch this day before premiere, and then that's going to take you over to members only. Every Tuesday, we do new trailer Tuesday. We're going to watch a bunch of brand new game trailers together. It's awesome. It's fun. You don't want to miss out. It's a great reason for you to be a member. If you love these live streams, if you love my banter and my back and forth, become a member. All right? 53 minutes. No, I'll publish it right away. I know it says that, Sammy. Ignore that. Ignore that. I will, I will publish that video as a premiere as soon as you guys all get over there. Ignore the fact that it says that it's going to premiere in 53 minutes. Click the link in chat. Thanks for an amazing stream. I'll see you over there in the premiere of this day before video. And then I'll see you in the member stream if you're a member. If you're on TikTok and you're going to come over and hang out with us, I look forward to seeing you. If not, I'll see you on this platform tomorrow for more great streams.